0: What is up, everybody? Welcome to Busy Six, the Geek Versus All-Video Game Talk Show. Today, yeah, it is 2023, but we're going back, all the way back to 2022. Long ways. We are talking about our top five games of the year 2022. We've been meaning to get to this episode for a few weeks, so thanks for bearing with us. But it's a good conversation. We're going to reveal our individual lists. Can't wait to get to it. No controversy on the horizon whatsoever. Horizon. Is that a hint? I don't know. You tell me. I don't make the rules. So, that being said, I'm Desiree Leroy with me today, Mr. Baba Yaga, John Fick. You ready to talk some video games?
1: I am. I feel like we haven't sat down and done like a proper busy sticks in in a while. We did our uh, we did our episode with our fantasy critic, uh, our fantasy gaming draft. We did that last week a week before, whatever it was. That was a blast. But we don't actually chat about games. We kind of just you know talk shit and try to <laughs> try to you know pick the yeah. best games. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm happy to be back here.
0: Cannot wait to to go through all of it we've got some good stuff uh on the next episode as well looking forward to what's coming out this year and of course we'll introduce a new segment later on this episode regarding the fantasy draft that we did uh tim i think everyone's dying to know do we have coffee tim or do we have beer tim today or we nike co- tim
2: we have coffee really? tim but i i have bad news i yeah. drink my cup of coffee last podcast
0: oof I'm
2: empty, no and time. I can't have another cup. It's already 10.30. We've, I can't do it. We've got dry January, Tim.
0: I to, Tim, I never knew you to be a coffee quitter. Well,
2: I, I don't want to be, but i got to wake up early because I have beer coming in the morning because ah. I don't have beer in my house right now. So that's, it's a struggle.
0: That's fair. That's fair. It's a struggle. Got
1: a nice 7 a.m. beer drop-off. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> and it...
0: A nice segue. Hey, we don't just love video games here. We're talking all the latest news in the industry, our personal opinions, what we're playing, what we're about to be playing. But we also love, I think, the best beverage that goes hand in hand with games, and that's beer. So we're going to talk about, minus Tim, what's about to be in our systems here. John, uh, why do we have to go first? Yeah. All right. So, get stuff for tomorrow. But, mm-hmm. John, but we're not recording this you? tomorrow.
1: Uh, I don't know if this will what come through at all before the beer in my glass. It's a Last of Us glass. Can you see the draft? You see the giraffe a little oh, no, bit. Vague, vague it, it's liquid. etched in. Um, I love this glass. Speaking of Tim's beer delivery, it's our good friend Trevor that's dropping that beer off for him tomorrow. Trevor bought me this glass, and it's my favorite glass. Uh, I only use it sparingly because I never want to break it. It's so cool. My biggest complaint is that it, the, the the Last of Us logo and the, and the giraffe is etched in. So the only thing that you can see it with when you fill it with liquid is water. If you put anything else in there, you can't see the logo because it's etched in. Um, but it, I thought that was timely because we just did our uh, our review of episode one of The Last of Us. You can find that on our channel as well. As for my beer, I'm, I've gone back to the other half. It's been a while. Uh, Joe, you know, you know my tastes have been straying away from the New England IPA. I've been going for the more hoppy, more bitter stuff. I've been looking for those West Coast IPAs. But I saw this. I saw the can. It is the uh, the broccoli cheddar. And it's uh, the the broccoli line of beers. Another half is just one of my favorites. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going back. I'm getting back into the, uh, into the other half stuff. I have had one of these already. It's great. I'm um, excited to have another one.
0: I saw that one recently and did not pull the trigger. But I know I will in the Very future. Very um, <clears> good. <throat> so for me, you can see my logo, uh, I think. But ooh. I, I won this at your house, John. Oh, yeah. I entered I'm, still <laughs> <laughs> I'm still salty. No,
2: I'm still salty. This
0: is not appropriate. Um, this is not cool. I forgot about that. Otherwise, I would have played up that angle even more. So thanks, Tim. <laughs> a white elephant. Uh, also, keep that last of us glass away from Tim Talbot. My gosh. him and his Don't Give me a Frisbee. Face. So uh, he'll snipe
1: you. Tim's going to break it. Yes. I'm going to regift it. No, one's, <laughs> no glasses are safe around here. <laughs>
0: So I I brought the glasses that Tim gifted to John for John's birthday. Follow me here, that were stuck at my stuck at my house. They they had a great host. They were here for a, a number of months. I even brought them up as show and tell on the show. Uh, I successfully entered them into the white elephant at John's Christmas party and got John to pick them. So
1: that was a major success. There's a video of it. That that should probably go up on our YouTube shorts. We should probably make like a compilation of you yeah. you doing you showing them off for show and tell on busy sticks and then me opening them up during the white elephant gift exchange cuz that would be funny.
0: I need to make that happen. That's 100% right. Good That's idea. So what what am I drinking though? Uh what else? You know, froth liquid lollipop we've got uh, i've seen it titled as a few things the buffalo liquid lollipop oh but formerly this is blue raspberry strawberry marshmallow so nice. this is not that but uh i think it goes really well in the the buffalo bills glass. that's gorgeous Cheers, that is cool and um i mean it's as with all froth lollip- liquid lollipops i love it i think it's great it's just it's so fitting with the Bills in the playoffs. And think about that, guys. Like just a few years ago, it was it was break the drought, just get in. And now it's kind of the expectation that they've got to go a few weeks. We so, won,
1: like, we won yesterday. We won yesterday, and we're mad about it. We're like, wow, we should have won that game. We, like we should have handedly beat the Dolphins. I was there, I, and that and that was the vibe. I'm like, I don't even feel like I just want a playoff game. I feel like I feel like we basically lost because we didn't destroy this team.
2: My heart cannot take it. I don't care how far the game goes in. How many points are up by anymore? I just never feel comfortable, and I you
1: know. I'm with I don't you. Trust the man, it's Buffalo. <laughs> I'm with you for I'm with you, but just I mean, for I something. I know
2: they're gonna win at the end, but
1: I had later. I I just did not think Miami had a chance. And again, I thought we were gonna we were gonna hand it to them. I thought we were gonna win by by four or five scores. But even when it was close, I'm like I'm not even like a little bit stressed. I don't I have no faith that Miami can find a way to win this game. Maybe a little too cocky. A much better team we're playing next week in the Cincinnati Bagels. I'll also be at that game. I keep finding my way to these sports tickets, boys. I'll go too. Are you? Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice, nice.
0: John, I don't want to be that guy, but I was of the same mind where I was... I don't think I was stressed. I think I was mad at the Bills. I was yeah. just like, you guys are idiots. Like, Get this done. Come on. Save your energy for next week, whatever that looks like. Um, but then the, there was a small part of me that was like, they're gonna blow this. Like they're this is how they're gonna waste their season. And of course, Tony Romo, right? It can't end like this, right? Like, okay. Yeah, it's it's not gonna end like this. <laughs> we were Stop.
2: three, three plays from that being if Knox catches the touchdown, Shakir doesn't drop that deep ball, and Beasley doesn't uh give that interception, it is a completely different game. Oh, it's a blowout. It's a blowout, it's a blowout. you know. For sure. So, but hey, it was sure. it. what it is. It oh, was well it. that you know? ends well. Any team can win. Any given Sunday, a team can win football. So you know, or Saturday or whatever the day is that they play on now. But you know, it's uh, you know part of the part of the process. So wins a win. Trust
1: the
0: process. Uh, there it is. Trust the podcast. <laughs> am I right? So. Um, show and tell, John. What do you got? We it's been a while yeah. since I think we did this. What, it, it has been a
1: while, but it, you know, we just passed the holiday season. Some gifts were given, some gifts were received. Um, I have been looking for a controller for my Nintendo Switch since the 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 infamous day i bought my stupid pro controller because the pro controller i got i i barely used the thing in the first month i got it it got stick drift and i'm just like so frustrated by it it's one of those things where i can bust it out i can blow some canned air in it and like it fixes it for like most of my play session but then other times the, the stick drift just sucks and I'm, I'm just depressed about it so i've always just been so mad about the fact that i don't have a good nintendo switch controller um i don't know if you're familiar with this company they're called 8-bit do they make uh, a ton of Switch accessories. They just put out what they call their ultimate pro controller, whatever, their 8-bit do ultimate controller. It's their pro controller uh, competitor. Oh my God, it's so good, boys. So it has some back paddles that you can you can program to be turbo buttons. You can program them to be whatever you want. Um, it hooks up via Bluetooth or a 2.4 adapter. So you can use the 2.4 adapter, um, which gives you low latency. Um, we already showed the lego set on uh we, we already showed the lego set on on um show and tell i do have to show the second half of it but we'll get there um it also comes with a dock like for the same price of, as a pro controller it comes with a charging dock um so you can have it in, in with that adapter you get you can have it paired to different things so i can have it paired to that 2.4 adapter which is plugged into my switch right now and then i can toggle it to bluetooth and be, have it connected to my pc so this controller works for both things it's been awesome it's been awesome. Um, we're gonna talk about what we've been playing. I've been playing a ton of Switch, and I'll talk about that game when we get there. Uh, and I've been playing it all in docked because I've just been so excited to use this controller, and it's it's incredible.
0: Dude, so it not only sounds like a really good controller, but a really good value for sure. You know, for all sure. Around,
1: I think it's seventy if bucks. Not always. Which is the price the of the Pro Controller, and it comes with that dock. It has like extra features that the Pro Controller doesn't, and it's just a better feeling controller. Like something about the Pro Controller just feels like a little hollow and like a little—I don't even know how to describe it. It's just like it's a fine. I was controller. just going to
0: ask. It, it's light for a controller of that size.
1: This is okay. this is similar in weight, I would say, but it just feels better. Like the back, the the back is very textured, like the like the the Xbox grips like if you have an xbox series x controller it's actually more textured it's like it almost feels like it's like freaking sandpaper but like you know when you're when when you're holding it it feels good um Mm -hmm. yeah everything about it the d-pad actually 8-bit do is known for their d-pads they make like really good clicky directional pads it's it's killer uh big fan of this controller don't don't buy a pro controller buy this thing
0: that is awesome my uh i'm gonna have to pick up one at some point i've looked at it a few times um We we mentioned the the Geekiverse Fantasy draft uh, that we had had done a few weeks back. Super excited for that. We're going to introduce a new segment here, even though we're not going to deep dive. But we're going to keep tabs on every time one of the games that uh, either John, JT, Tim, or myself have picked or drafted. We're going to talk about what the review scores look like and how it affects us in the standings. I think that's going to be a fun thread throughout 2023 to see how we're doing. I know John's taking up a few championships in some of the leagues he's been in. Um, this one, in terms of projections, it's kind of got us all uh, pretty close. Uh, some of us just you know, separated by a, f- a few fractions of a, of a decimal. So we'll see what that looks like. You know, That's just the draft, though. We've got to stay up on it all year. Uh, so none of the games are out yet. But... By the time we talk, or maybe two episodes down the road, a few of my games will be out, including Dead Space um, and then Fire Emblem. Really excited to see what those games look like and how they score. And hey, could be make or break early in the year here for
1: me. It could be. So we'll see. We got we got yeah. True King in the chat, our good friend uh, Rashawn. Speaking of controllers, he just got the notification that his DualSense Edge is getting ready to ship. I'm excited about that controller. I don't think I'm going to buy it, but I can't wait to get my hands on one and see if it can sell me. Cause I just like, I am not the market from the pro controller. I don't like the Xbox pro controller. I tried to use it for a while It's too heavy for me. I don't use the back paddles. Like it's just not for me, but I'm glad that Sony has their version and I'm excited to get my hands on it. Um, but Joe back to fantasy critic, I don't know the last time you looked at this, but my roster is not the same. My roster is not the same as it used to be. I've added three games already to my roster. I've already drafted I've three tabs games. It. I, uh, I keep it tabs. I'm just thinking about the landscape and I just don't, I'm not too confident that we're going to get a lot of announced and releases this year. So I'm just looking through and I'm just, my strategy this year is to just make sure I have a full roster of games that I think are at least going to score 70 or above that are not going to net me any negative points. And I think that getting a full roster is is going to be key this year. So we'll see. I'm already close. I, I have three more games to draft, so we'll see.
0: We shall see. Uh, Rashawn, real quick, you'll appreciate this. Um, so Daisy has is, is been playing any game under the sun lately, just wants more and more. Uh, and what did we land on tonight for the first time? Kingdom Hearts 3. So, Ooh. Yeah. uh I don't anticipate that we'll stick with it. <laughs> just knowing Daisy and how she jumps game to game. But uh, she wanted to play Kingdom Hearts 3, so we, we took the dive.
1: Rashawn, uh, you are correct. I do have the best team. I don't think that's him as the best team. I, I think that even... A, e- I think even with just my draft picks, I have the best team by far. But you know, we'll see. We'll see.
0: Well, I mean, based on projections, it's like what's the best team? Like, like you're tanking for McEichel, right? Like that—that's basically what it is.
1: What do you mean? Uh, no, based on projections, I, my my team was in first place.
0: No, 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 Tim, Tim, Tim. I was making fun of him.
1: Oh, got it. So t- Tim's the best in terms of he finishing back last. Back now. I was
0: not making fun of John. Trust me, you'll know. <laughs> uh, so. Let's talk about, before we get to the news here, What what is in your system? What games have you been playing early on? We're two weeks into to the new year here, hopefully starting out strong. Hopefully the holidays and all the craziness from them has di- taken the, the dive down. Tim, why don't we start with you? What have you been playing?
2: What haven't I been playing is a real question here. A um, little bit of the new League of Legends seasons came out. So I've been playing that a little bit, but mostly I've been back on the Steam Deck. I... I started up Cry- Crisis Core. I've been playing that a good amount on um, my PC when I have time. But i just been very busy. I got a, you know, my I got hit by my, my, lost my truck in an accident. It's just been like a whole week. So i just been kind of chilling and playing on my Steam Deck again. I picked it up. Uh, it's Backlog City. So I just finished Ender Lilies, which is a great Metroidvania platformer. Um, very, very good. And I was like, you know, what should I play next? I've been doing some digging and I was like, hey, I saw that uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps was on sale, so I picked it up, and I've been playing that on my Steam Deck. Even though it's not compatible, it says it works like a dream. It's awesome. So it says not compatible. I was like, I'm going to try it anyways, and it works great. So don't you love that? That's the it's, best feeling. Yep. Yep.
0: Like yeah. It's. I have not had a bad experience with the Steam Deck yet. Where it's only been a handful, but a few games have been like, yeah, this is not compatible. It doesn't work, and it's fine. Don't Such believe me.
2: My kids love watching me play it too, which is nice. They'll sit by me and be like, "Oh, what are you doing?" Yeah, they'll explain to them. It's just it, everything feels so fluid in that game. That's got to be a good so, one to play it'll around it'll the it'll kids. A kick. So how about
0: the score in that game? It's just it's so oh, it's so good, pretty right? Like yeah, the whole. I am so happy when vibe. you you sent us that screen uh, screenshot of you playing it. I was like, oh my gosh! It just it takes me back. Those, my, uh, those are really good games.
1: I'm excited to get back into those two because now that they're on Steam Deck, now they're part of our library. Thanks to Tim, I'm, I'm going to do that. I, I'm planning on it. Um, but Tim, I hope you stay on this Metrovania kick because I I need you I'm to play the messenger the, next. I need I you to play the messenger. Game. I need to ha- I need uh, to talk yep. to you about that game. I it, all,
2: I was so close to playing that over this, but I, I was, already downloaded Ori. I but wish but you would. So nice on the Steam Deck. I'm already fifteen twenty percent through the game, and I've had it for I've been playing it for two days. So
1: nice. I just chip away you know? like oh, it's and problem.
2: I can like pa- I can pause it, shut it off, and literally just pick it back up again whenever I'm ready. It's just so nice.
1: Handheld gaming, man. It's the future.
2: Yep. The
0: future. It's now, man. The future is now. future is now, man. It's crazy. Uh, I'm going to jump in real quick because uh, I'll segue to John. Uh, for What's in my system? So I am on... The, Rashawn, you'll appreciate this again. I'm on the grind to go Platinum, God of War, Ragnarok. Just chipping away at some of the extras. And boy.
2: Boy, boy no pun intended.
0: We'll talk about it soon. But the post-game feels so different in a good way from the main game the main story and going through all of that i'm just relaxing i'm taking my time i'm going through the map where do i want to go next what kind of activities do i want to do even the the lore that you hear in the banter afterwards is really good so um i'm really enjoying that shocker also i finally started at jt if you're st- if you're watching you'll appreciate this i needed to just start it i know we want to co-op this thing but uh, gotham knights guys, every review that I read and the scores, all of it came flooding in 10 minutes into that game. I was like, oh no, it's fine. It's not bad. It's not particularly <laughs> good, but here's where I'm at with it. Y'all know how, I lo- how much I love the Arkham games. Yeah, there's There's flashes of that in here. It's a different developer. But one of the reviews I read was so spot on in saying you had Arkham Knight, which came out or even go back to Arkham Asylum, which came out in 2008. And it has a lot of the same. It tries to have a lot of the same mechanics in terms of how you fight, how you parry, how you block all of it, how you whip around the city. And it's not nearly as good. It's not tight. It's, it's really weird. Even the cutscenes, like they, they look fine, but they look like a launch PS4 or Xbox one game. It's so they're okay, but they're, I, I'm very surprised, dude. Seeing some surprised. of
1: seeing some of just the like graphic comparisons and like not even just graphics, but like art design, like choices to see to like to show you how Arkham like is, is fleshed out in terms of like how many buildings are there, civilians, whatever. To like the, the the living breathing Arkham to see the last Arkham game compared to the game that came out in 2022 mm-hmm. and have Arkham Knight look times better and way more fleshed out. Even if the you know, even if the resolution and the crispness isn't isn't there, it's just a much more fleshed out city in terms of art design. Like, what were they thinking with a lot of the decisions in that game?
0: I I don't understand because it's almost like they were like, hey, we've got to release a game in the next year year and a half. Let's make this game. It felt like it was just not polished. And someone in one of the reviews I read also mentioned the dialogue. It's weird, man. It's just chintzy and like I know sometimes Batman is supposed to be a little bit like that, but not Campiness like to
1: that. But yeah, like it's, you you wonder what happened. I lo- I can't wait I to I love Batman, but I'll never buy it. I can't wait for the Jason yeah. the Jason Schreier article to come out and like say like what what you just alluded to is like they had four different games that they've been working on and they all got scrapped and they had to put out a game by 2022, so they just like took the engine of one of the ones that were working on and and shipped it basically is what it feels like this is. My biggest
0: thing with it, and you know what? I am going to play this. I'm going to go through it because I I like it enough because it's Batman, or Gotham rather, that uh, it's like you you give me a crappy Star Wars game, I'm still going to play it even though I can acknowledge it's a crappy star Wars game that that's what this is, uh, in the, the early going here, like the the upgrade system, the going through the city, all of it, like it's not very fulfilling. I just, the biggest mind blowing thing to me is that they cannot get the combat right. It feels laggy. All of it. It it feels like it's running on my old laptop,
1: <laughs> it's, <laughs>
0: it's bizarre. So <laughs> that all sounds awful. I'm still going to play it. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens. I got dead space coming out in 10 days. Um, what else am I playing? There's one other thing. I don't remember. So we'll get back to it. John, <laughs> what's been in your system lately?
1: Um, man, you guys won't believe this. I've actually fired my Xbox up recently. I have. Uh, I have fired my Xbox up twice in the last last two weeks here. Uh, my wife was. Ooh, ooh, ooh. My wife was gifted some Redbox codes, so we had to, we had to rent DVDs. We had to rent physical media. So I played. Uh, I sat down and watched Jordan Peele's Nope, and then I watched uh, another movie called Smile. Both pretty good uh, horror movies. It was it was you know oh. finally got some use out of my Xbox. That's the only thing I own with a disc drive.
0: I texted you guys when the day the storm hit, and I was like, so finally touched my Xbox again. Seventeen seconds later, John goes. So you had to watch a Blu-ray. I I remember that's exactly what
1: happened. Uh, Oh, good.
0: Okay, so I remember the game. I'm sorry to cut you off, John. Oh, you're good. You're good. Xbox. We 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 got Game Pass for a month for like three bucks somewhere online, and um, there's a lot of family games Daisy and I've been playing, but one in particular that I know we briefly mentioned last year, Unpacking. Nice. Oh. It's so good. It's ridiculous. It has almost no concept whatsoever. But I remember we watched the trailer to it and Lauren's like, I love that game. I can tell you right now without playing it, it's gonna be awesome. And I was like, it's so stupid. You're just literally unpacking things. And she goes, Do you ever the think vibe. that gaming could just be a relaxing experience? And I was like, get her out of here. Twenty minutes later, I'm like, Lauren. I can't get enough of this game. I need to play it nonstop. So, what's the premise? You're literally unpacking boxes in different time periods. So, it's like 1997, then 2004, then 2007. And it's different time frames in your character's life that you don't ever see. But it kind of sort of tells a story. And it reminds me of Gone Home from a few years back, Ooh. where like, a little bit of the same, but this this doesn't even give you dialogue. It doesn't give you journals. It's just it's vibes. Just so it's just vibes. It's so good. I I feel so good when I'm playing it. Unpacking. If you haven't heard of it, it's on Xbox Game Pass. You need to go play it. It's ridiculous. That's the game.
1: John, no, I, I, I need to go on a slight tangent before I go into what I've been playing. You mentioned that you got Game Pass for like a dollar fifty or whatever. You sent that link to us. Go. I signed up for this website, I bought it, I completed my transaction, I get an email from the company saying, hey, this is a new account, we need to verify that it's real, send us a picture of your government-issued photo ID, is what, What? they're like, we will not release this $1.49 this Game Pass code to you until you send us a picture of your, of your government ID, and they're like, we understand this could be a bit jarring, click here to cancel your order, I'm like what I, I canceled my order man i'm like what is going on oh my god isn't that bizarre say, so,
0: so you sent the idea
1: ID <laughs> <No>, um, <laughs> i mailed them isn't that bizarre
0: interesting they're a fishing website well like
1: huh. ma- but like are they though because it worked for you maybe they i don't know maybe they are maybe they Dude, get it, so many actual fishing attempts that like they do need to do that every once in a while but i was still you worried know,
0: i would not i would not have done that you know um cd keys that website yeah for sure i use them all the time yeah that's exactly what that website felt like to me
1: right right and
0: i got my code it was like you bought it on best buy just you download it no problem it it worked
1: no problem and it seemed like that but then i got that email like hey we're not releasing your code until you send us your government ID. i'm like what in the world oh my god so i don't know maybe something about my purchase flagged it like I, i don't know it's super bizarre super bizarre um, no. So I did not he get my the
0: name Baba Yaga. I didn't.
1: No, I, I didn't. I gave him my real name and everything. Um, like, so we I ha-
0: caught the boogeyman. <laughs> yep.
1: So I have not been playing Game Pass. What I have been playing though is I posed this question to our TikTok. So if you follow us on TikTok, you already know the answer to this question. But or you know to what I've been playing. Uh, just a, a question i was fascinated with is hey what's a game in your backlog that you know you're gonna love you're not you're not just sitting on it because you're not sure about it you know that it's a game that's made just for you you're just waiting for the right time my game has always been mario galaxy i knew like i just i love 3d mario games i love space like it's a match made in heaven i just i just haven't played it because i'm just waiting for the right time i'm just waiting for the time where i just like I don't know. I just want to feel cozy, and I want to play Mario Galaxy and just have the time of my life, boys. I've been playing Mario Galaxy, and I've been having the time of my life. Like, <laughs> dude, the ho- like, it was something about the holidays, something about losing power and like having my switch. Like, I just needed something to pick me up, and I'm like, this is it. This is the perfect time. I don't have anything that came out like that's new and pressing that I have to like review or anything like that. This is the time. This is when I start Mario Galaxy. Got my new controller like this like the the stars aligned pardon the pun. Um I'm having the best time of my life. Mario Galaxy is so much fun. I I just Dude, I love It's so good. It's so good. It I, a good I game. I love 3D Mario games. I the boat on it. Yeah, for sure. Like you I You ever play it or no? I
0: played I played I, it I, I, when it came on Switch.
1: Yeah. Okay. Did you finish I it? I played it. A- Joe, Mm -hmm. you played through it, yeah. So when 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 the when it came out for the Wii or the Wii, I had a Wii, but I was like, again, you heard me talk about it not too long ago. I'm like, I was a very very casual gamer back then. I bought the Wii to play Wii Sports. I wasn't trying new stuff. I just knew that I wanted to play bowling and baseball. Like, I I, my my Wii was a novelty item for me, and I played it for a few months and then sold it. I had Mario Galaxy because I just wanted to have some other stuff for the game, and you know, I barely played it. I, I jumped around the first few worlds, and I'm like, all right, that's it for me. I played it. Um. Now I, I'm obsessed with 3D Mario games. Like, I, want, I want all the 3D Mario. So saving this, like it's been perfect, it, I, you know, the holiday season, I just being, having some extra time off, being home, having it on the handheld, having my new controller to play it docked, uh, it's been a blast. I've been playing so much, so much Mario Galaxy.: um, God,
0: That's the exact way I felt when I played that. And uh, when that collection came out, that's what I jumped to. I just it was calling me for some reason, so I played that right away. And same thing, like Mario Odyssey is my favorite Mario. I would say Galaxy was probably second. Um, so many good ones to
1: choose from. 3D right? World like, is for up me, there. For those me, are man. the two. Yeah, yeah 3D World is uh, up there. For 3D me, World yeah. is like that's, that's that, also great. That's the game that made me realize that like I love 3D Mario games. Like that, like might be my fate Like top three franchise for me might be 3D Mario games. But a conversation for another day. What else have have I been playing? Dude, I can't stop playing Marvel Snap. And it's and it's not it's a problem. It's a problem. I play a lot of Marvel Snap, dude. Like I'm still putting in on the days that I decide to launch that game on my phone or on my computer cuz I've been playing on desktop too. The days that I decide to open it, I put 3-4 hours a day in easily. I'm just playing it all day. Like not like I'm I'm cooking my food, I'm playing games. I'm 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 all over the house. I'm playing Marvel snap and it's so much fun and it's such a good game. And if you haven't tried it yet, try it. Marvel snaps sick. It's awesome. That's I haven't that's, downloaded that's, now. I just have something opened it. I, that's all I'll say for now, but that's what I've been
0: playing. Oh, for <laughs> Mo listen to that. Oh boy, ladies and gents. I think we've got quite the list coming here for game of the year. Um, also w- one last tie in. I think it's so funny that John was like, you know what? I'm gonna turn my Xbox on, and then he has to freaking show his ID to get the Game Pass. Like, <laughs> well,
1: it's not meant to be. <laughs> it's right. just not. Meant, I, no. Dude, I was the I, I That's that was my foundation in gaming is Xbox. I was an Xbox fanboy for the original Xbox and the 360. I I didn't choose this. I didn't choose this life,
0: dude. Turning on my Series X after I got Game Pass and didn't have to show my ID was great, but it was like. It was like that friend you haven't seen in ten years. You were close at one point, if not really close. You drift apart for various reasons, and then you get back, and it's like you never missed a day.
1: <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say it's. I thought you were going to say it's not the same, and you can't. You can't stop thinking about oh, all no. your better friends, like your PlayStation,
0: No, no Deck, man.
1: I, switch. I we
0: over what I would consider Christmas break, the the week I was off around Christmas. Like Daisy is a huge Nintendo person loves her, her ps5 stuff that we've been playing overcooked all that but xbox was it that was the one she wanted to keep coming back to so i was I was a little bit proud because i was I, like you got this kid
1: i joke i joke i want a reason to play my xbox and again game pass is always a good reason but i i'm excited for the day that the next the next xbox game draws me back in i'm spending time with my series x there's a reason i haven't sold it yet and it's for that it's like i have thought about it i have thought about like do i really need both yeah. consoles i have been like a five hundred dollar box sitting there that I don't touch. Like I've got two of them. I've got my my PS five, all my third party games. I'm gonna buy there. There's plenty of PlayStation exclusive. But I'm like, no, oh, I want I want to have it and I want a reason to play it again. So I'm excited for that when that day comes. I think the question so, for oh god, no, you go ahead, Tim. Uh, no, you go ahead. Just
2: kidding. Um, you know what? I'll go. Yeah. I'm gonna go.
0: I'm gonna go. No, I'll go. Rashad, you um, go. So I was <laughs> going to say with with the reason we got pulled back into to buying game pass is because Daisy wanted to play, um, TMNT shredders revenge. We had played it earlier in the year, but not finished it. Um, which in that game might make an appearance in, in a few minutes. We'll see. But, uh, that, that was the poll where I was like, let's, let's go, let's get back into this. Cause we just never finished it. But uh, that, anyway, that's a topic for a few minutes down the line Tim, what were you going to say.
2: I was going to say as now that John's officially PC gamer, I think part of the question becomes is that if a if a game comes out that you can get on your PC that's also compatible with your Steam Deck, is it worth buying it on your Xbox?
1: Yeah, that, that's that's a great question. It, you know what I mean? Like it's, that's it's kind a of where I'm there. at it with a lot of these games.
2: Like, yeah. why would I need an Xbox when I can just get the same game on my PC?
1: I'm not there yet, Tim.
0: I I, I need time. Yeah, I got to develop a bit. You know, I'm a I'm a prospect. I just got called up from the AHL. I need time.
1: I I yeah, I've got the PC. I like it. I enjoy it. But in that vein. I can buy it for I, I can you know use it on Game Pass, have it on my living room, and also have it on my PC. So that's kind of a benefit right. for me. Like it's almost like having two two Xboxes, one in my office, one in one in the living room. Is like you know if I hop back into the Xbox ecosystem, I've got two places to play the game. So right, I really hope that someday soon have they you get did this. Have you
2: done the Steam app where you can link the Steam app to your TV and on Apple TV and play? Have you done that yet or no? Oh, you can do that. An app, Apple TV out. has it. Yes, it's nice. an app you download. Yeah, I know. I knew link Steam Link was a thing. Steam and you stream it from your Steam
1: right? PC from your PC
2: to your TV, and you can bring the controller, Bluetooth or whatever, and yeah, play it. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't know. So I haven't I I tried it yet. I was going to look into it.
1: So. I know NVIDIA offers that. I didn't know that Apple TV had an app, too. That's cool. Yeah, I think it's an app now. I saw someone do it on, on TikTok. I was like, oh, Sweet. shit.
0: Sweet. Sean, in the chat, he says he's currently playing... Uh, he's trying to Platinum OG Final Fantasy Seven before... Fire Emblem, Engage, and Dead Space come out. Rashad, I saw you play in that. Uh, Fire Emblem and Dead Space. I need those two to review very well. Yeah, those just, are both...
2: I, I need... I need yeah. They will.
0: I, I don't know about Dead Space. I'm optimistic.
2: Dead Space will review very well. I'm, I'm, I hope I'm, you're I'm, right. I'm pretty confident. I think you're good. I'm
0: more confident about Fire Emblem. But that being said, let's get into the news a little bit here. We talked about, in uh, the onset of this, just for a second... The Last of Us, HBO. So, if John, I don't know, I wanted to see a bunch of good looking guys talk about HBO's The Last of Us episode one, what would I check out? Oh,
1: or, I think, wh- I think, what kind of things? I know? think, I think, kind of funny put the review out. Uh, I think, I think they have the first episode discussion. You're looking for a couple of good looking guys. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, like really good looking Oh, like, like really nice. good
1: looking guys. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, we we yeah, we just had a blast. We just recorded our uh, our episode one discussion for HBO's The Last of Us. Um, I haven't had that much re- fu- that that much fun recording something in a while. Um, that that show is awesome. That that podcast that we do is going to be awesome every week. So yeah, we're we're shooting for every Monday. So if you like The Last of Us, every Monday we're going to try to put put out a reaction video to uh, to the previous night's episode.
0: It's it's video games, right? So I'd be remiss if we didn't say it, but. If uh, if you weren't a part of the live stream earlier, we really enjoyed talking about it. We all love The Last of Us. And 15 seconds or less, your opinion on episode one of The Last of Us. John, go first.
1: That's a really good show. That's a really, really good show. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a Last of Us fanboy. It's something that like is in my DNA. That like, I said it on the show. Like the, the Last of Us story and those games, that's that's Bible for me. Like that, that is something that I hold really close to my heart. Um, so to see to see it come out and get so much love and and to be so authentic, like you said, Joe, uh, makes me real happy.
0: Tim,
2: uh, I'm similar vain. So if you haven't watched it, watch it. If you're a fan of the the show, you're a fan of games in general need to watch it and here's the thing even if you know someone who isn't a fan of games it's going to be an amazing show so they should watch it anyways so get you know get your girlfriend fiance wife uh whoever your significant other is whatever your situation is your mom dad try to get them to watch it cuz they're going to love it it's such a good show
0: um you know it, it's great we all paraphrase each other and i'm going to mention a little bit of what john said on that that episode we recorded earlier You could be a long-time Last of Us fan. You could be a video game fan. You could have no idea what The Last of Us is. You could be scrolling on HBO and be like, hey, that looks like a cool show. Watch it. And you know what? If you're in a position and you're lucky to do so, get together with family or friends and make that a thing. Make that an event because it's only 10 weeks long and it's, it's so much fun to bring that energy together. So that's my pitch for it. Go check out our episode on what we thought about The Last of Us. Uh, you can check that on podcast services around the globe or on YouTube.com slash the Geekiverse. Before we get into our game of the year discussion, I wanted to bring up one thing, Star Wars. I know. I know. Uh, a new article on Game Informer talks about Jedi Survivor, which is out March 17th. Uh,
1: really? Uh, pretty
0: close, guys. Two months from yeah. tomorrow. We're Better be good. There.
1: Better be good. It's on my list. <laughs> It was my first <laughs> overall pick.
0: Just, I hope it's just pretty good because I'll like it more than the average person. Then John would get the, the lesser
1: score. <laughs> Joe, wa- Joe wants it to be like an 84.
0: <laughs> I want it to, I wanted to score like the last game. Honestly, it was like good, but because it's Star Wars, a lot of people are just like, it's the best. Anyway, what have they done to make this sequel even better or at least stand out from the first one? In an article from Game Informer, they talk about... Uh, fighting stances, I think this is pretty cool. This is in other games. Uh, one that comes to, to mind recently is Ghost of Tsushima, where you got to have different stances based on the enemy type that you have. Uh, so from Game Informer, one of the most notable additions is the arrival of several new fighting stances for Cal Kestis as he goes into battle. We have fully realized stances in the game, Stig Asmussen shares. A lot of it depends on the enemy that you're coming across. It's advantageous to use certain types of stances against certain types of enemies, and it's up to the player to figure that out. It requires the player to break down the enemies and figure out what the best weapon of choice is. I I, kind of like that, right? That feels like the natural progression to me, just a little bit. I don't don't think this is going to be super prominent. You know, this this will be just enough to add that extra layer in.
1: For sure, I I love how you say, uh you know, games like Ghost of Tsushima have done this. No, they just they just took that. They just (laughs) took that shit. That's the same thing. That's the exact same thing. It's a sword fighting game. That's like the prominent mechanic in that game. They just took it. They're like, yeah, let's do that too. So, uh, yeah, like that's. That's the one example of a game that like prominently uses stances and sword fights, and they're like, "That was successful. We have a sword. Ours is a laser. We're going to do the same thing." I'm excited for that. I like when games take Dude, you know mechanics yeah. from other games. Fine. It's fine. You're funny. supposed to. You're yeah. supposed
0: to to do that, but make it better.
1: Share yeah. the love. Share the love. Yeah, I'm excited for. It. I love that part of Ghost of Tsushima. Like, it, like it gave it gave extra depth and dynamics to the you know to the combat. You could have just brute forced that game and not really cared about that stuff. Could have just you know gotten overleveled and just chopped through everybody and eventually you would have figured it out. But if you took advantage of those stances, you you had a lot more fun with the combat. So I hope it's the same when the sword is a laser.
0: Yeah, same. Um, Guys, I had a moment where I almost went back and pre-ordered that collector's edition.
1: (laughs) Is it gone (laughs) now? I I assume it's It's gone gone. now. Yeah. That's why I didn't. It's for the best. For the best.
0: (laughs) It is for the best because Derek... Let me sh- let me just stand there with his Calcasus lightsaber, and I was like, "I need this." Thankfully, it was gone. So, gents, let's get into game of the year twenty twenty two. I top five games. We're gonna go five, four, three, two, one. We'll just go round robin here. We'll talk about the game, and uh, we'll all pipe in if it's if it if also appears on our lists. Uh, but if you you saw TikTok, you were, you already saw john and tim's lists mine i'm gonna have a few games that i don't think you've seen coming depending on what i played or based on what i played towards the end of the year so i'm excited to reveal those but uh john why don't we start with you game of the year 2022 what was your fifth game hey, john we got you on mute ah here
1: we go fix it <laughs> but number five i already well, I already said it so i can't say it twice. I'm just kidding. I didn't say it anyways. Um, We don't know. Number five for me is none other than the aforementioned teased. Marvel Snap, baby. Marvel Snap. I'm making this list. I'm thinking about all the stuff I played this year, and I'm like, there is no way I can put together this list and not have Marvel Snap on the list. The amount of time that I spent with this game, how much fun I've had with it, the conversations I've had with my friends who play this game, the different strategies, the... The amount of fun I've had watching other people play the game and see the way that they build their decks. Here's my pitch on Marvel Snap. If you're unfamiliar, if you think it's just some stupid mobile game, I promise you it's not. I don't play mobile games. This is the first mobile game I've downloaded since Pokemon Go in 2016. Like this is different. It's built different, man. It's it's a lot of fun. It's a card game, but the games don't last more than three minutes. It's super quick. Uh, all of the the, the game is completely free and the free to play model is just about cosmetics. All of the different characters you unlock, you just unlock by playing the game. You just you just play, your, your level goes up, and as you level up, you just unlock more cards. You get all the characters you want. They have different abilities. They've got different themes. You build different decks based on those abilities. I'm learning so much about different Marvel characters that I've never heard of. Like, I'm using... I'm using uh, Morbius in my deck right now. I didn't even watch that movie. I want to watch Morbius now just because I've been playing. I've been playing his oh cards so much, right? Like it's what is wrong with you? I want Dying to morbidly watch Morbius because I could because I'm just so familiar with his character from Marvel Snap right now. Um, it's just a blast. It's a time killer, but it's also so deep. It's so much more than a time killer, which it certainly can be because, again, the games are quick. You get yourself a little deck. You can just hop in, play a two and a half minute, three minute game like you can kill some time with it but you can get deep with it. You can build multiple different decks. I've got seven different decks. My good buddy, friend of the show, Aaron, he's got like 15 or 16 decks that he's messing around with. Like there's so much to it. Um, And again, the free-to-play model is as good as Fortnite. It is literally just cosmetics. We can all play the same game. I could spend $1,000 and you could play for free and I've got no competitive advantage. We've got the same cards. We unlock them at the same rate for the most part. You're just getting cooler looking cards they they've done such a good job with this they've done such a good job if you have any interest in marvel and you just want to find a new game that has like a a really really solid gameplay loop that you're you you do not expect to love it the way you're going to i'm not a card game guy but oof it's got its hooks in me and and it's it's a lot of fun i i promise you download marvel snap you won't regret it
0: i need more aaron in my life you know, speaking of Aaron... That's
1: awesome. Um, that's one way to get it, cool is, guy. is to download Marvel Snap, and he loves that game. He will, he will talk to you about Marvel Snap. There Again. you go.
0: Okay, that's what I'm doing right now. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: So,
0: John, you said three-minute matches, roughly?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. They can be quicker. So, it, it, they're, it, they're they're six turns, and they, they last like 30 seconds each, basically.
0: Think about that, guys. He said he plays sometimes three to four hours. That's like 30 matches. It's crazy. It's a that's lot.
1: Crazy. I... When, you
0: spent a lot of time messing with the decks, though. Dude, you at
1: when, when the game first came out, when the game first came out, and I was dead into it, I had eight and a half hours of screen time on that app. Oh the, day, the, day that I was, the day that I really, really got into it, yeah, eight and a half hours I was on that game. It's awesome. Damn. It's not a mobile game. It is not some stupid throwaway, like, little collectible bs nothing it, it's deep and it's fun dude it's so good and it's it's my it's on my game of the year list are you kidding me yeah it's crazy it
0: feels sounds funny to say this term but like if you think about like console predominant gamers which is is what we are we also have steam decks or or pcs but we don't really dabble in the mobile like this is the one that transcends it also like Pokemon Go did. And that it, yeah. seems like once every six or seven years, which is once in a generation, right? right. Like these these are crazy games that just take off and the people will be playing this for years.
1: It has a lot to do with the property, for sure. Like, like I would not have been involved. I would have never downloaded this if Marvel wasn't at the forefront. Um, I would not have cared about this card game and these mechanics that you know that are introduced. I wouldn't care about that. I would never download this, but it's Marvel. I, I, want, I want to have a cool... Guardians the Guardians of the Galaxy deck, where I've got you know my Infinity Gamora with my my Star Lord, like I, I'm playing with these characters and like I'm making decks that like maybe aren't the best mechanically, like you know the people who take that stuff real seriously, but like I want to play with Star Lord, so I got him in my deck, you know, so it's it, it's it's a lot of fun. I recommend trying it out. It's 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 way deeper than you would expect, and it's just it's real cool.
0: Speaking of Star Lord, I already missed the Guardians Christmas special. I might go watch it after.
2: I haven't watched it yet. What Tim!
0: Him? Oh my gosh. Unbattled TV and movies. Care. Come on. <laughs> this is why we this need to have him over. So this is why he never saw Star Wars episode nine until we made him. Oh my gosh. True. Okay. So number five on my list, a game most of you haven't heard of, and I'm fine with that. But I want you to know about it. Ashley, who was in the chat earlier, who said I had a nice Star Wars hoodie. Uh, she's the first person I've met that also obsessed over this franchise. Uh, Bendy and the dark revival. Mm. So the sequel to Bendy and the ink machine. i love this game. I watch the trailer. Think about a Bioshock aesthetic with sepia colors. That's it. You know, just maybe three or four shades. The idea, the premise of this, this franchise overall is basically there was this old animation studio, not unlike Walt Disney. And the characters have come to life, but it's not nice. They're, they're, they call Bendy the Ink Demon in the original. Uh, basically, you're, you're in this studio, this abandoned animation studio, and you're trying to piece together what happened and how you can get out. And the first game did so well. came It uh, came out in 2018. did well enough from a, a a commercial standpoint to get a sequel that came out in November. And i got to say, I'm having so much fun with it, and it's a game I'm playing right on my Steam Deck. It's not out yet for PS5 and Xbox Series X, but those are on the way in the coming uh, months. So TBD on that. But uh, again, Bendy and the Dark Revival, a game that I'm confident most people are going to be like, what is that?
1: What's the gameplay? Is it platforming puzzles?
0: Uh so it is much again like Bioshock. Uh think about it from a first person perspective, uh very limited in weapons. If uh a, a big dynamic of the game is that if if an enemy is out to get you, like there's a a basically like a fifty percent chance you're gonna die. It's either you or them if a a stronger enemy finds you typically what they consider in this game a boss you you can't fight them you have to run and hide and hope that they didn't see you and you have to basically wait till they they lose your trail or, or they go somewhere else uh so even though there is action in it it's more of a survival game i would say it's survival horror uh my gosh the first 20 minutes of the game i jumped 10 times and hmm. it's not it's not grotesque cause it's like animation. So it's, it's kind of like silly almost, but those jump scares are some of the biggest jump scares I've had in any game ever. And, uh, I think that's what kind of makes it fun. So I've about it a few
1: times. Fascinating.
0: Yeah. I get, go try the first one. I bought it the first one really cheap on, uh, in, you know, in our steam shared plan. So we've got that. Um, if you guys are ever looking, <laughs> yeah, There we go. It works. Ever looking to like fill some time? I think that's where you step Uh, in with it. But that's my opinion. All right. All right. Tim, game number five on your list.
1: Hold (laughs) on. We need. We need a cut of you telling us that it's okay just to do this, and then us. Then your your camera going all fuzzy and us just going going like this.
2: That's good. That's real good.
0: It's clearly not paying attention.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, so my number five. So me and John were talking about this, and I was really struggling with number five because, you know, I played four or five games that really stood out to me this uh, last year. And I think last year was, now that I got the Steam Deck, it was the year of the backlog. There's so many games I played on my Steam Deck that, you know, I haven't played yet. So Horizon, God of War, I got caught up in all that stuff. You know, Resident Evil. Vill- There's just so much I played that didn't come out last year, um, but there is a game that I started playing this year that came out last year that I've been loving, and I have to put it as number five. Um, that's Final Fantasy Crisis or Crisis Core Reunion, so the remake. I actually have my just out of coincidence my PSP in front of me, so I actually bought my PSP just for Crisis Core and Parasite Eve because I really wanted to play them because they were out. So I actually went to Oogie Games on Transit Road in Pew and went in and bought my PSP and bought Crisis Core. It was one of those ones where they just has like the didn't have an actual cover. It was just like the cover because all they had was the UMD disc. Yep. Um, so I bought that and I, you know, for those of you who don't know, it takes place before Final Fantasy VII. It came out after it um, on the PSP and it talks about Zack. So Zack essentially is the mentor to Cloud, is the main protagonist in Final Fantasy VII that came out for PlayStation way back And then it was a remake and you just kind of see what makes cloud cloud. And, you know, the game can be kind of corny at sometimes because that's Zach's the main character, Zach's personality. But it's, you know, the first action game that came out. And it's just it's so good. It's it just really is so good. It's I've been loving it. And it's one of those games where I can I want to do a little comparison video of having it up on the PSP and having it up on my Steam Deck because it's night and day. So, but they remade it all. I mean, it's so good.
1: So, yeah. oh yeah, from what I've seen, I, I, one of one of the Twitch streamers that I watch, like every once in a while, he played that game. It looks like a like a full on like AAA game nowadays. Like it's not, yeah, it is not you know a PSP game. And they say choose the me. combat. The combat was
2: action, which is kind of you know before they did a lot of that stuff, it was you know an action based system, which is kind of nice. So, yeah, yeah number five for me.
0: Number four for you. Number 4 have? for
1: me, this is one of two games that I would say that I'm confident is probably on all of our lists. Could be wrong about maybe Joe, but I think it might be. Uh my number 4 is Neon White. Wow. Dude, Neon White's a game that like I did not expect to love the way that I did. I heard about it. I heard that it's like a uh it's a speed run based uh card based shooter. And I'm like card based. I don't like <laughs> says the guy who has Marvel Snap on his list, right? But like, I'm like when I heard about, it, I'm like, I don't, I don't care about like you know like card mechanics in my game. Throw that out the window. That's not what it's about. Like Neon White is a fast action packed like shooter platformer, and they somehow weave the fact that that you have to get through these levels as fast as possible. They weave that into the narrative, and the narrative is basically a visual novel. And the narrative is super interesting. Like, they build this really, really interesting narrative, and the gameplay backs it up. Like, I, I didn't expect both of those things to work. I'm like, okay, either this game is going to be super fun to play, it's a super small studio, right? Like, it's the guy who made Donut County. That, the, Like, the, the, their last game was Donut County, the mobile game that was on. I think it was on Game Pass, too, but, like, super, super small-scale game, right? Um to see a game like this come from them a a full-on first person with weapons with you know with speed running aspects like all right what's which part of this is not going to work what what's going to be what's going to shine the gameplay for sure shines but the story and the narrative is super super interesting too i had such a blast with this i was addicted to just like i didn't go full on the way tim did i didn't go full on trying to like perfect my runs and find all the shortcuts i randomly found some shortcuts and it was super it was, it was really gratifying to do that like oh wow this level is like half as long as it needs to be if i go this way like really really fun stuff like that i didn't get crazy about it i just wanted to make sure i got diamond i think in all of them and then go back and get the item and stuff like that like that was all that i that i put into it there's a world where like I think something else came out that took my attention. There's a world where I just go stupid in this game and do that, and like I'm going for every millisecond, and I'm like trying to find the paths. Um, Again, I'm talking about speedrunning. I'm talking about getting through stuff as fast as possible. The story in this game is like just as interesting as the gameplay is. It's 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 bizarre. It's well acted. Um, It's it's hard to describe, but like watch some trailers. Neon White's a game for a lot of people. I think.
0: John, there's only one way to explain some of the times that Tim has and that's cuz he's a cheater. Because a cheater? those are ridiculous.
1: There there's so um, many. There's so many paths that like it's insane. It's insane. Yeah. So
0: guys, I got to say that game uh thanks to our Steam family here. I think I think I'm about halfway through it. I've not played it consistently. Uh it is not on my list. Oh, I thought you finished However, it. Okay,
1: that's why that's why I was more confident that you that you you had it on your list. I thought you finished it.
0: I, I got to say this year it went from, Oh, that looks like a cool game that I'll probably never play to both of you raving about it to me playing it, loving it. And now being surprised it didn't make my top five. Interesting. Like, I can't believe how much fun I had with that game. And I've never, there are a few games that I ever think of that are as much of a time sink for me, even though they're 20, 30 second, 40 second runs, whatever, whatever level you're on, like that game, I cannot get enough of. It is really good, really good, and I'm not someone who would normally play a game like that. Just like John described, so that is a game that if you're intimidated by challenge, if you think the narrative's not for you, if you think the style's not for you, just give it a try. The, and I think you'll be an addict.
1: The gameplay is so satisfying. They like so they they just they just encourage you to chain together these weapons. So like. Basically, the weapons pull you through the map. You shoot this thing with a shotgun; it pulls you closer to the objective. You shoot this thing with like a grappling hook. You have a rocket launcher that boosts you up. And the the, the levels are designed like there's only basically you know one way to complete the level in terms of like you know the canonical way to get it. Like you have to do it the you know, you have to do it one time the first way through basically before you can start speedrunning stuff. Right? Um, the way it's designed just makes you feel so good at the game. It's one of those things yeah. where it's like even if you're not good at like Speed running games or first person shooters, they make you feel like a badass. They're like you chain together these combos to progress through these levels, and you're like, "Holy crap, I'm moving so fast. This is so much fun. like they do a brilliant job making you feel good about progression
2: now am I going to hop into and kind of give my thoughts on this since it is in my top five? It is not my number four, I think so, but it yeah. is in my top five um but I mean, obsession is the correct word when I played this game. The way it works is you have a left click and a right click, because I've obviously played on mouse and keyboard for this. One, you use the ability yeah, of the card, which which uh, which uses the like a gun, a shotgun, a rocket, which has all these different uses. and then your the other button essentially consumes the card whether it gives you a double jump, a grapple. It has an ability use. So you have to chain all these different things together to complete the levels. You complete the levels to get the best time after you get a certain level of the time, you can then look for the gift in the level that you can then give to all the different NPCs throughout the world that you're trying to find out, hey, what's the whole story? And I mean, I was just I was into it. It reminded me of like the old school Tanami well if you say Anime that it, it's,
1: it's voiced by the same guy who does yes. the tsunami stuff yep. and, which i knew right away oh for sure you can hear that right away yeah. and we, we talk about like the fact that you have to get through these levels as fast as possible it's not just because there's like some arbitrary number the the, the 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 point of the story is that you're like you're this demon and you're in this competition and whoever clears these levels fastest gets to stay alive basically like that's like right. you know you're in this once a year competition and whoever whoever can clear their way through hell or through the whatever purgatory or whatever we are whoever can clear yeah. these levels the fastest it's like a competition and in yeah. between stages like you're meeting with like these other people talking about like oh i'm not sure if i'm gonna make the cut or whatever like then you have to stay in heaven you have to, to, to stay in a he-
2: special power to stay in heaven and not be you right know, and that's what the competition's about
1: yeah like the, the way that we're yeah. able to to weave the reason for speed running into the narrative is like really what blew me away mm.
2: it's just so it's just so good and i was just so i was into it i mean I got the trophies, the best trophies on every level. I got every item. I'm a completionist when it comes to that kind of stuff, and I was obsessed. And it was just so much fun to to do. And I haven't felt that into speedrunning since so I played Crash Bandicoot Warped because that's like the last game I wanted to get everything on. Tim, don't um, don't
1: don't sell Astros Playroom short. Sure. We, we Astros Playroom too. We that got was, it. We got into that. that. Was in there
2: too. I so, never.
1: I just,
2: yeah.
0: Made the correlation with Crash Bandicoot there. That's interesting. Yeah, um,
2: it was my first ever game I was really into to time trials on because you had to get dude. all like the platinums. So speaking
0: of which, give me give me an Astro Two. A full Astro oh, yeah. Two. Let's go. A
2: full game? Yeah. Be awesome. But I'm trying to think oh, what else it. he's gonna say about the game. Um yeah, it, it's easily in my top five. It it's uh if you haven't played it, you need to play it. It's oh, one thing I loved about the game that very underrated when you are you know, trying to get a better time is the quick reset button. There's an easy way, you just click a button and it immediately starts you at the beginning. Yeah. So if you mess up, you don't got to like wait. Like you can get going and like I mean, there's times where I was speedrunning, I'd mess up, reset. Like it's just very fast and you just feel like it feels awesome playing it. I mean, just such a good
0: feeling. I I've been uh playing that on Steam Deck and it it just feels so made for that. It's so yeah. good all across the board. What's funny is I didn't know exactly what the game was at all when I started it. So in the first level I was just like exploring and looking around and I'm like, yeah. oh, this is Wait, time trial. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> so I had so much fun with that game going like there's some levels that I struggled to kind of pass at first. And then there were some where I just they clicked But then I would go back because I was like, oh, man, I got to do better. I know I can do better on this one. Also, seeing both of you have times and there was motivation because I was like, oh, I think I can get to this number and just. then you see my time. You're like, oh, I came. I came close on one or two to Tim's. And uh, yeah, most of them not close. But one or one or two, I was like, I'm going to get a a little bit of trash talk. It's going to be great.
2: And I'll go back in and I'll get the new score. That's how it works.
0: (laughs) So I know there was the flip side where I'm like, I beat him at a time, but I don't tell you him. You shouldn't tell like me. Five yeah. years down the line, I'm like, hey, Tim.
1: Just take the screenshot. <laughs> so, take, take, just I take can, the screenshot. Check. <laughs> check. We'll see.
0: He's going to go check right now. Um, it's on my honorable mentions, which is mind-blowing that it didn't make my list, but it is what it is. Um, okay, so we're at me, right? Yep. Me for number four. Uh, another game that, on a left field, people are going to be like, what? As dusk falls. So... Xbox Series X, you can get it on Steam as well. You know me, you know I love narrative based games. This is all choice. This is very much in the vein of your Telltale or your Heavy Rain, anything like that from Quantic Dream. This is a really, really good story. Uh, it tackles, from a serious standpoint, a lot of real world issues. There are little facets of it, whether it's addiction or, or depression or even things that are darker than that. And I, the game handles it in such a meaningful way while crafting a good story. Gameplay is is not at the forefront of this, right? Because you've just got to make kind of snap decisions. You've got to be fast. Uh, I, I've i always liked the games that I mentioned where it was Telltale or Quantic Dream, but really when you make a decision in this game, it really can branch in a different direction and really change the, the course of the, the protagonists in this. Uh, the animation style, if you haven't seen it, it almost looks like a painting as opposed to, to animation at all. So there's stills from the, the actors and actresses that are involved with this. Uh, the The writing is absolutely top notch. I don't remember caring about characters. I think quite like I've cared about the ones in as dusk falls uh what was great about this was not only was i playing on series x at times but it is a game that you can play on your phone because it's not super heavy involved when it comes to controls so that is a game that i definitely recommend you go back to even if you got to buy it Uh, but game pass is where it's at for that one I'm kind of happy that an Xbox game snuck into my list because I did not anticipate even playing it before the year was over. But then, you know, I got that deal on Xbox uh, Game Pass for $3 or whatever it was and um, ended up going to play it. I'm not going to say much past that, but basically the premise of it is a failed, it's not really a bank robbery, but kind of a bank robbery. It goes sideways and it casts these two families into this this horrible situation that they're kind of intertwined with forever. And you get to play out some of the early stuff that happens here. What I really love about this on my last note here is that there is such gray area with almost every decision you make. Yeah, you could do this, but how is this going to affect your family? How is this going to affect your friends? It's really special. I'm almost surprised that it's not talked about more from a narrative standpoint, but really recommend doing that. You could probably play the whole game in five to six hours. It's a game you may want to go back and play again to see where the 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 paths branch off a little bit. But John, I think about like the the quarry and how it would like line up how all of your visually your decisions would make sense, or you could go left and make this decision or right, and this is what happens. This game does it, but it does it so much better, and with a story that feels more impactful to me. Uh, So I think at the Game Awards, this was nominated for the the Games for Change, or Games for Impact, I'm sorry, uh, category. And I I don't believe it won, but it got my attention. Again, as Dusk Falls, couldn't recommend it enough. That's number four for me. Tim, number four on your list.
2: Number four on my list is Tunic. So actually got it off of Game Pass. John, John, I think you might have told me about it. When when uh, it first came out,
1: you had mentioned yeah. it to me. I'm like, yeah. You, can't
2: tell me you might like this. It's right up your alley. I was like, oh, okay. It's a,
1: it's a Zelda game. Yeah,
2: yeah. Top down it, Zelda, it, a little John bit of extra.
0: Like, I'm gonna stop playing this because uh, I spilled yeah. beer everywhere. So I can't. everywhere know, you <laughs> Yeah, that somebody,
1: somebody else. Quick, quick thing. As Dust Falls did win uh, Games for Impact in 2022, the uh, Game Awards, gotcha. it did okay.
2: win. Thank you. Good to know. Good to know. Um, so Tunic, top down, you know, Zelda style game. A little more difficult than an average Zelda game. But one big thing I loved about this is the discovery aspect. That's one thing that always hooks me is in this game. You know nothing about the story or where you're at. And it puts you into this world and you've got to explore. And you essentially get like a game manual that's had not put together and you have to find these different pieces of the game manual that tell you how to play. I went through the longest time without even knowing how to do certain things that I could have done from the beginning, just because I didn't have the pieces of the game manual put together, which I thought was an awesome concept of like, Hey, you have all these tools that you can use right this very second. But guess what? If you don't know you can do them, you would never even use the buttons, which is awesome to, to play. Um, it just, it was such a great game exploration. You know, there's a lot of hidden secrets and discovery. And it had me getting out a pad and paper and and translating stuff from the book. It was just one of those games that hooked me. I'm I'm a big fan of those kind of things because that's how my childhood was. You know, Zelda, top down Zelda, stuff like that. And it just it was amazing. And honestly, it was a toss up between making this three or four. But I had to, you know, go with my gut here. But this was just such a good game. So, yeah, definitely I uh, recommend it if you haven't played it. I'm
1: surprised it's not Seems higher for you. Me i'm surprised it's not higher for you for sure um i will say that like tunic tunic is tunic is one of the ones that's on my short list of games that like i i put about four hours into the game how long would you say that your playthrough was to beat i know you're a completionist but like what's the what's the plate it's like a 10 hour game 8 to 10 hour game i think i think i played longer than that yeah but 15 but you do everything though so i I think that i think it's an 8 to 10 hour game I don't ever use guides. Right. like game help and stuff like so that. So I
2: got stuck for a while on a lot of stuff and I wanted to get everything. So I'd say 15 to 20 probably for me. Okay. But just so I'm, I'm very anti hints on that stuff. So right. how
0: long to beat which I think is very accurate is 12 hours.
1: Okay. 12 okay. hours. Sounds about right. Which, so
0: Tim's saying 15 to 20 makes sense.
1: Right. 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 I, I played about four hours. I, I I had two sessions of that game where I played, I, you know, I played two hours or so. I, I loved it dude. Like the, like you said so the good. the exploration was so so good. The art style and the music was just like so relaxing. It was it was a gorgeous game. Um the sense of like I don't know what's coming around the next corner, like what is this mechanic? Like you said the whole the whole uh, game manual thing was bizarre but so cool. Like literally yeah, the way uh, you learn the controls of the game, the tutorial is you collect these p- these pages of a game manual and, like you read a game manual. Like it has nothing to do with the game, it's just like an extra little layer. Um yeah, I wish I played more of it. It's one of those things where it's like I was, I was playing it, I was streaming it, spilled the beer, and I got really upset about it, and like I just never went back to the game. And, and, it does explain it, the story and like what you're
2: supposed to be doing in the game, which is kind of nice. You're like, not you supposed to be spilling, spilling beer. No, no, no. no got it, got it, got beer. it. Got it got you it. don't get the cases of what back. you're supposed to do until after there's a big twist of the, you know, halfway through the game. That I was like, oh shit! Like I'm not supposed to do that. Yeah, and yeah. I had no idea until I got the other pieces of the manual. I was like, this is crazy. It's so cool. It's so good.
1: It's a game that I want to go back to. It's one that almost made my top five list, and I only played a quarter of it or, you know, whatever, 40% of it. Like, I, I, I didn't even scratch the surface, but I, I spent enough time where, like, I knew that game was special, and I had a blast with it. I think about it all the time. I think about going back. Like, Tunic is a Tunic is a really good game.
2: You play it on Steam? Game. I want to get to. For
1: no, sure. I, I played on Game Pass through the Xbox well, I'm launcher. I'm
2: curious if you could play it on your Steam Deck.
1: If it's on Steam, yeah, but like not through Game Pass, you a, can't. Yeah. You have to, you'd have to buy it through Steam. I can't wait until Xbox and Steam just like, hey, Game Pass games, have them.
0: One right. day.
2: It's on Steam, but you got to buy it.
1: Yep, yep, yep.
0: Number three.
1: My what number three playing? was a tough one because I knew I had to give some representation of this franchise and of the year that this franchise had but my number 3 is Pokemon Legends Arceus. Man, oh. like what a year for Pokemon. Between Pokemon Legends Arceus and Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, probably two of the best Pokemon games to come out in the last decade. Like I-, I would say for sure the best sense X and Y and some people don't really like those. Um huge huge year for Pokemon, but for me Legends Arceus takes the cake. Ah uh, I think I'm higher on it than a lot of other people. I really enjoyed the new mechanics. I really liked not having gyms and not having your traditional setup. I enjoyed being back like hundreds of years before the Pokemon world that we know it. The the Pokeball is just a prototype that like we're trying to figure out how to use and we're we're going throughout this world and we are literally scouting out pokemon jotting down the pokedex because we're discovering these pokemon for the first time and like you're you're a researcher that's the point of the game is like hey go out there see what's out there and we're going to catalog these pokemon it was so fun i thought they they really finally crushed the open world aspect of a pokemon game the traversal was so good uh you could could just instantly fly or glide or you you know be on horseback basically it was a pokemon but um it just like the first time a Pokemon game actually had fun traversal um in the end game and in, and in, in being able to just like the the Pokedex was so inviting because it wasn't just go see the pokemon there was there was tasks assigned to every Pokemon it was like all right, catch this one three times, but also do this with it like evolve it twice there was like literally mini missions built into the pokedex um I, I just had so much fun with it. I thought the art style was like super unique for Pokemon there was times in a pokemon game running on the nintendo switch where i was stopping to look at vistas not because they were like incredibly well detailed or high resolution but just because the art style was cool like the the night sky looked great in that game like they had this like it's very interesting almost like almost like watercolor brushed art style to a lot of the the, the scenery going on um it, it was such a good change of pace for pokemon it was a ton of fun shiny hunting was a big a big like you know a big thing to bring me back to Pokemon games. And it was a, f- a lot of fun to do in that game. Um, Legends Arceus, man, like what a, what a year for Pokemon. I, I, it was tough to decide between this and Scarlet and Violet because Scarlet and Violet were like the best mainline Pokemon games in a while. But they were super broken, like super, super broken. And I think how different Legends Arceus was, was the reason I'm like, I, I just got to give it the nod. I got to have a Pokemon game on this list because I had so much fun. I probably put... Together between Legends Arceus and in Pokemon Scarlet, uh, no Violet. I played Violet. Um, probably like 120 hours, like a good 60 hours each. So much fun. Uh, th- th- they deserve to be on this list, one of them at least, and th- that's my choice.
0: Dude, I remember early in the year, just I think I was playing Uncharted at the time, just having that up, and it was Friday or Saturday night. You'd have the stream going with that, and I, it was so much fun. And I'm I'm not I'm not a Pokemon guy at all, but I had a lot of fun, even just the few hours seeing what you were doing there and hearing some friends talk about it. And I'm you know I'm happy that it, it made this list, if for no other reason than it felt like ages ago that that came out. Now,
1: like, yeah, it was, it was, it was January. A good start yeah. to the year. January.
2: You yeah. know, I love I love Pokemon, and I was so excited for that to come out. And then I still am going to go back and play it. It's still on my list of games I need to get to because I own up my Switch. But part of my issue with it is I'm a completionist. And the Pokédex, it got overwhelming to me because I felt like I needed to do everything in that area before I went to another area. And it was just I got so distracted that I yeah. went to put it down. And I forgot why I was playing it in the first place.
1: It's tough to play it like that because like oh, the Pokedex yeah. is not the reason that you're progressing. Like, you have to just like right. you have to see that as a side task where it's like all right, I'm, I'm going to chip away at that as I do the main, the, you know, the main task. and
2: I can go back later on if I want to. But I'd so oh, now that I know, sure. I'm going to do it. Yep, so, do it, it the
1: right it, way. It's not a perfect game. Like it, it, it suffers from like the traditional like. Dude, this is ridiculously dialogue heavy, and there's no voice acting, and I'm just so sick of pressing A. I just don't care what you're saying right now, and like I just don't want to press A anymore. Like it's it's a problem, and like more in this game than other Pokemon games. we like super exposition heavy and not interesting dialogue in in a lot of parts. Like you know, there's a decent story hidden somewhere in there, but not perfect. But for a Pokemon game, the gameplay loop super fun deserves to be on my list.
0: Game number three for me, uh, probably no surprise to you guys. A game I feel like I I waited forever for, Uh, and I'm happy it came out and was a quality release. It looked good. It felt good. It was a a fun experience, top to bottom. Uh, But Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. So, yes, it's Star Wars. I love Star Wars, blah, blah, blah. I'm biased towards a lot of that. I actually think this is a very quality Lego game. Uh, You've got the tried and true Lego formula that has been tweaked over the last 10 years or so with all these very famous franchises. This is the one that changed things, though. This was almost like from a third-person perspective as opposed to the top-down approach that you've seen throughout those last 10 years. And what better way to do that than with Star Wars? Clearly, a lot of time and detail went into this game. It is one of the deepest games out there, let alone Lego games. You could, without having a plan, probably sink anywhere from 80 to 100 hours into this and not finish this 100%. It just keeps on going. If there's a planet in Star Wars, it's in the game. If there's a character in Star Wars, if there's a special outfit that they wore one time, it's something you can unlock in the game. There's Clone Wars, there's Rebels, there's Mandalorian, there's Book of Boba Fat. Everything is in here. Now, from a level standpoint, it's episodes one through nine, which is such a fun way to play through these. Of course, I chose to play four, five, six, one, two, three, and then seven, eight, nine because, you know, I'm, I'm not a monster. But going through that and seeing the spin that they put on this franchise, as they always do with LEGO games, it the humorous touch, the family touch. They redid some of the dialogue for these. It's the first time you can play Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker in Lego Star Wars form. All of it made for a very satisfying and fun experience. It was awesome having my daughter dive in and this be one of the first real kind of games that she played. We sunk probably close to 100 hours into it together. It's family friendly. You can play it by yourself. You can go off if you have a four-year-old like I do and not have to be tied to the same screen, which was the thing with past Lego games. Um, but to say that a Lego game is in my top five in game of the year is, is kind of crazy. So, uh, this is a game where I think maybe it's only knock is that it's so big. It's so big. Like you could spend a long time gunning for this platinum or this hundred percent. And, uh, I, I'm probably 60% of the way there. I need to sit down and actually go at it again. But if you like star Wars, I don't care if you play video games at all. This is a game that you need to, to go ahead and pick up. It's one of those games where I, I, we've talked about it before. It kind of transcends whether you're a fan or maybe only play Call of Duty or only NHL. If you just like Star Wars, this is worth getting a system for, even if that is not on current-gen systems. Now, last thing I'll mention here is there are some hiccups on it if you play on like a regular Nintendo Switch or maybe even one of the older Xbox or PlayStation models. Uh, keep that in mind because this is such a massive game. It really needs the hard drive space. It really needs that current up to, I guess, up to par depth that the, that is going to match the game's energy. So that is something to consider, but if you like Star Wars. You got to play this game. That is without a doubt. This will be my
1: steam deck game. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good. That's a good team. Yeah, that's a good pickup and play portable game for sure. uh For me, I, I bought this one with the intention of playing with my wife and like that's that's there's a there's a, I say this all the time, but there's a world where that happens and like I still want that to happen. We just haven't fit co op games into like our our time yet. Like I, I got games that I want to play with the wife. That's one of them for sure. One of these days, we're we're just gonna be like, not all right. Let, let's not just watch TV. Let's play some games together. That's gonna happen eventually, and that is that's one of the games for sure. That's gonna be. We played we played through episode one together. It was fun. We had a good time. Like it, it, it's a it's a cute game. It's a lot of fun. Like it was my first Lego game. Even just playing, just you know, through the one episode. So like, there's plenty to love with it. But I, I want to get back to it for sure.
0: Special for sure for a number of reasons. And even if you don't want to do any of the side content, and there's no shortage of it, just go through the movie episodes. There's five episodes per movie. So a lot of fun there. Whether that's with your your girlfriend, your wife. Your significant other, your kids, it's it's just a good all round game. And uh yeah, yeah, good times. Nitty gritty here, getting down to it. Tim, what's third on your list? Neon
2: White's number three. Neon I, couldn't, White, uh,
0: I couldn't I
2: couldn't I couldn't have put it I I struggled with tunic in that, but I just love that game so much more than I love tunic. I love Tunic, but I loved Neon White. Neon I would it. almost I I thought about putting it above God of war. That's how much I loved it.
1: Oh, wow. I mean, like, dude, it's one of those gameplay loops that's just stupid. Good. Stupid. Good. So.
0: All right, gents, here we go. Top two. Interesting, because I've got some games in my head. and was, Well, there's an explanation for why Tim doesn't have one of them. But John. Two, what do we got? Oh, hang on, John. All oh,
1: the beat. suspense. The suspense. He Joe, did it on I did. I did. Joe, you haven't seen my should list yet. Should I freeze yet,
0: right? on
1: purpose? Yeah, you should. Looking okay, good. Go looking good. <laughs> you, you haven't seen my list yet, right, Joe? You didn't see the TikTok? No. You, you kept away from it. I think you're going to be very surprised. I think you're going to be very surprised. Uh, my number two game of 2022 is Cuphead, the delicious last
0: Dude, course.
1: What? Yes, and I know your shock Did is I that only really say
0: that because you're missing one.
1: I know, I know. So before oh my I, b- before I dive into Cuphead, yeah, Horizon Forbidden West is not on my game of the year list. It's not in my top 5. Dude, Isn't It's bizarre. We'll, we'll talk about it. I know I know it's on Joe's list. I know Joe's going to get to it. Um so we'll have that discussion when Joe talks about that game on his list. I I I can only assume uh for now we're going to talk about Cuphead the delicious last course, the DLC if you would. Um wow wow the cuphead as a whole package is just it, it's, it's unreal that this game exists the fact that this game is hand animated the fact that it's just so hard but it, you just want to keep playing you just want to learn what you did wrong you know what you did wrong you press the button at the wrong time it's so simple it's so binary there's nothing tricky about cuphead you I hard I hard muted my mic. I'm swiping and I smack the mute button. I keep smacking the mute button. All
0: right, um, that was the first time That was the first yeah. time
1: I've ever, I've ever done that. Period. That's crazy. I barely Why touched that. Cuphead? Um, yeah. Like, there's nothing. There's nothing tricky about Cuphead. When you fail, you know what you did wrong. It's it, it's just simple. You got hit by the thing that you knew was going to be there. Um, so that that's what makes it just so you just want to keep coming back. And to speak about the delicious last course, the DLC specifically. It is, it's not DLC. It's almost like Cuphead 1.5. So in, in the original Cuphead, there's three islands, right? So there's like four to five bosses per each island. This new island for the DLC is bigger than any of those three islands. It's probably as big as two of them. It, it, it is about half of the game in terms of, in terms of an expansion. And the creativity in these bosses... The, the the music the new theme music for the dlc i swear i swear to you i sat here and just booted that game up and just kicked my feet up and listened to the, the to the theme music of the menu for so long like you look at my time played on this game add five hours to me just kicking my feet up and listening to the theme music because it is so so good um it's it's cuphead it's incredible like if you're if you're intimidated by the the difficulty of the game don't be hop in have fun dude just like just have fun and learn you'll get there you'll get there i promise you jt beat cuphead like what what yeah what more is there to say like you'll get there eventually i didn't know that yeah you'll play the game you'll realize like okay this is very difficult but like you'll get there you'll you'll figure it out it's it's so much fun and they they crushed it with the delicious last course that's my number two baby
0: Dude, that's uh, that's awesome. I know you've always had the affinity for Cuphead since you went. You, you had that initial run through uh, back gotta in 2020, it. so that's always been a fun thing. Yeah, Tim, I'm surprised you haven't played it. Like me, it makes sense, but you I you're just like, gotta do it. I had it. On the game Xbox, hard, I love it. You know,
2: I had it on like, an Xbox and I beat it, but now I rebought it on Steam and I haven't beat it, beat it on Steam yet. So I want to re-beat it on Steam and then play the DLC. So the got it. the, I'm the DLC it there on my. Dude, nice like
1: deck. I I don't know the numbers. I I forgot. Like, this game came out I think in June or even before that the DLC came out. Like it came out months ago, so I don't f- like specifically remember how many bosses there are. I, I want to say the top 5 bosses in Cuphead period are in this DLC. Like they they crush it. They took it like they 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 won up themselves to the to the nth degree. Like it, it is it's unreal how good this game is. Adding on to an already master masterpiece of a game.
0: Well, transitioning here, number 2 on my list, I I my mind is blown that this is I would have bet any amount of money that the start of the year this would have been on John's list. So the game is horizon for West. Uh
1: 10 John, minutes ago, 10 minutes ago, would you have bet that it's my number 2? Yes. Yeah, I figured you would. I figured you would.
0: <laughs> so with if you go into 2022, uh, John was the horizon guy. If you're talking about me and John, he loved uh, zero dawn. It's funny how forbidden West is now the default in my brain.
1: I almost but said the same thing. God. I almost finished the sentence for you with the wrong answer. It's a, <laughs> I, I combined them at one point in the year <laughs> forbidden dawn. Uh, so
0: yeah, Forbidden. the first one in the series a few years back, Johnny had said he didn't think it was getting enough attention. How much he loved this game. Tim was, was playing it on, uh, on some of our live streams. I always thought it was good. I, I liked it. It was fine, but man, and then uh, t- you know, turn that one step further. I was the God of War guy. The two, like, I was like, this is. I cannot wait, Ragnarok. I'm there tomorrow. What happens? We get to the end of 2022. I've got it second on my list. Horizon. John beats God of War before I do. What a funny turn of events. But that it, is.
1: it was the same thing. You beat her. You beat. uh Forbidden West before yes. I did weeks before. Like I remember rec- quickly, I remember re- recording probably two episodes of busy stick saying like, ah, I still haven't beat horizon. Like I know I'm going to get there. I know I'm loving this game. I'm going to get there. And you'd already given your recap two weeks ago. Fast forward to fast forward to Ragnarok. I beat that game in three days. And you're like, I'll get there. I'll get there. I'll get there.
0: The pressure
1: it puts on you. It's
0: like, Oh my gosh, I can't like talk to John fully. It like, oh, I gotta be like 90%, you know? So, Horizon Forbidden West, let's talk about the game. I also platinum this. Rashawn, you'd be proud of me for that. I love this game, man. Like it again, I a lot of times you associate things you play or watch or listen to with events that go on in your life, I think. So, yes, in the middle of all this, my, my daughter Nora is born. But the game itself, I really, really loved. Like. It took everything from Zero Dawn and made it better. The story was better. The gameplay, traversal, side content that I cared about—all of a sudden, like challenges, it, all of it was just so wonderful. And then at that point, I knew that that was probably a lock for my top three, if not top two. I, you know, I didn't know how a few things would fall. I assumed God of War would, would also be in there, but that was a sure bet for me. And I gotta say that made me a lifer of a fan with the horizon franchise. I cannot wait to go back and, and play the first one again to platinum that one. We think we might be getting a PS five version of that. Like it, all of it. I just, I can't speak to how special this experience was for me and how I thought it really built on that first one and truly made it better. And it's one of the few real open worlds that I cared about seeing every corner of that map. And I, Kudos to Guerrilla and the team over at Sony for making this happen at PlayStation Studios, I should say. Uh, but Horizon Forbidden West, a strong second on the list for me. And in many years, other than this, probably would have landed number one for me. That's so, uh To say it's interesting. not on either of your lists is, I don't think, really a deterrent to the game. No, I, I want just more of a surprise to me than than anything else.
1: I figured it would be. If I went not played it. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. It would have been number three if I played it.
0: Tim's got the easy explanation for sure. Yeah. By the way, I'm not blaming John at oh. all. Those are great games that he's mentioned. It's just I only say it's funny because coming into the year, like Horizon, that like, I'm like, that's John's game, you know, that, that's the guy.
1: But I, anyway, I, I want to chat about that. I want to talk about why Horizon Forbidden West is not on my top five game in the year list. If we're doing a top six, it's there, baby. Like it it's right there. Yeah. Um, and it's not like you just said it, it's not a deterrent on what the game is. I look at this list and like I can't leave any of these games off. I cannot, I cannot discard Marvel Snap. I cannot get rid of Neon White. Pokemon had too much of a year and means too much to me. And Cuphead is just it's just one of my top three to five games of all time. And this DLC was just the icing on the cake. I can't leave any of that off we haven't gotten the game of the year but yeah but we all know what that is if you you know any of us right um so you you talk about the odd man out and that odd man out is Horizon Forbidden West I, here's Crazy. the thing for here's the thing for me it was a slow burn i thought the beginning of that game was a drag as somebody who had just played the first game I, or who who had who had already played the first game i thought they were they were spoon-feeding me too much about getting back into this world Like, I'm relearning things, I'm rehashing dialogue about the game that I played, like, just show me a cutscene, just show me a 30 second cutscene, like, telling me what happened in the game before, like, I don't need to go on a literal quest to have a conversation with the king of this town that I, you know, saved a couple hours ago in this previous game, like, I don't need that, right? Like, I thought it was, I thought it was a very, very slow burn, and by the time we got into the open world, I'm like, okay, this is great. Everything is better. It's beautiful. The traversal is better. The enemy variation is better. Of course, everything is better. I just, I don't know. It, it must have been my first taste of the just not really digging the opening to that game. I didn't want to do anything else. I just was like, I was interested enough in the story or I'm like, I'm just main pathing this and like, i I don't care what you have to say. I don't care what you have to say. I'm going, I'm going west. I'm literally going west. I'm going to the Golden Gate Bridge, you know, like I'm heading that way um and then at the end the story took a turn that I like wasn't really like digging I I don't want to get into spoilers but like the it was always a weird story you know it was always a bit more sci-fi than I expected it to go but then all of a sudden it goes to like the most bizarre sci-fi you could ever possibly imagine which isn't really what I thought the first game set up I thought the first game set up a more grounded real life this could happen story the second game is like nah bro. Aliens space insane sci-fi. I'm like, okay, I had fun with this, but like it didn't li- it didn't live up to what the first game presented for me. I still really really liked it. I st- borderline loved it. It was a great game. I finished it. I had a I had a blast with it, but it just misses my top 5 for everything I just said.
0: Fair enough. I I wanted to hear that so much and talk about this. Uh just in general with you, let alone that it wasn't on your top five. But like again, going like I cared about even like side characters and 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 checking off did I see this machine versus that one, and that's rare for me. Give me I've, Star Wars and that's it, and everything else. I'm like I don't I don't care about your open world. Like just get me through the story. So. That, I think that's why I had it so high, because for some reason it struck a chord, and I don't even know if I could explain why. It happens. I mean, it just did. It, it's yeah. a
1: place and time thing. That happened to me with Ghost of Tsushima. That game was like, it's not my cup oh, of tea. Yeah. It's not my cup of tea in general, like open world games, like what it had to offer. I was always interested, but all of a sudden that game was just like, oh, I want to do everything. I'm enjoying this open world. I'm enjoying being here. I did everything that the game had to offer. Like I know what it's like to just like catch that bug and be like, yeah. yo, I I love that. I want to do it all. I want to do it all. It just Still I got to play that. Horizon Horizon not do it for me.
0: Good stuff. No, good discussion. Tim, let's get to to second on your list. This is going to surprise a lot of
2: people cuz a lot of people thought that this would be a different game than it was. This but isn't my surprise two to is anybody. Elden Ring. <laughs> Just
1: fucking
2: no way! Stop uh, it. So my number two is uh, God of War Ragnarok.
1: it's like, wait a minute.
2: Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> um, I mean, we'll we'll talk more about this well, when everyone else leaves the well, number one because it's pretty uh pretty obvious where we're all going. So
0: let's just go down the line, right? Let's, let's go, talk about so it. John, game number one on, on your list.
1: Game number one is God of War Ragnarok.
0: Same, same here. So perfect how it worked out there. Yeah, uh, Tim. Why don't you lead it off with with Ragnarok?
1: So,
2: I have only played about maybe a third of the game, partially because it's very difficult for me to find time when my kids are all sleeping to sit down at the TV and play my PS Five lately. Because that's not a game I can play in front of my son; it's just not appropriate. um But from what I have played of it, it's very easy. I mean, you get—I'm just hooked, and I love it. I just need to sit down and find time at night to play it, and not go on
0: my computer. Um, Tim, did you ever <laughs> asking as a fellow dad here at, at any point did it cross your mind where you were like did you try to justify it with yourself like no i could play this in front of oliver
2: yeah i've, like, I've thought about it like if he's on his because, ipad he might not watch and then i see him like watch something on tv while i was playing his ipad i'm like uh, probably not
0: to me i was like all right you know there's not a ton of swearing like it's fine you know from a gore standpoint, of like, it's so, yeah, fantastical. Like it, it's it's fine, but yeah, like I had that argument with myself. They, they might I think like, that I the
1: wait until Daisy goes to bed. They might think the Leviathan acts as a paintbrush that I'm painting people yeah. with.
0: <laughs> painting red. <laughs> it's, Dude, it's I had so
1: Why is it I so red? It the week
2: it came out. <laughs> so. so, but good. the game itself is amazing. The story hooked you. The combat, I mean. I just love everything. I love the first one so much. And I love this one so much. I just need to finish it. But, I mean, it's easily my number two. I mean, there wasn't a lot. There's nothing that I would put above it, even not even finishing it. It's just it's such a good game. So,
0: so well done. uh, I I can't believe how good the story is. Uh, It felt like, it almost felt like the end of a trilogy to me, where it was like, we're or maybe saying goodbye to these characters without going into the spoiler territory. Um, like Ragnarok is such a big event in that lore to bring it here. I just, I, I, I love how it pivoted from, from Greek to Norse in 2018. And then to like, I thought that you could not make a better game than, than that from a God of war standpoint. And then we get this one, right? and, the combat is even better. Like you add in certain weapons that I texted John when I, I got the spear and I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Like it just keeps getting better. And the way that you, again, without spoilers, you play, you kind of partner up with different people in the story that maybe I didn't anticipate. It's just special. And Rashawn, he's, he said it's the best game of all time. I think a lot of people would say that. And even if you don't agree with it, it's hard to argue. It's just so good. John, thoughts on God of War? So
1: I was—I think I was 12 to 13 hours through the game when I sent this text message to our our group thread. I'm like, I think God of War Ragnarok might be the best game I've ever played. And I say that not with it being my favorite game I've ever played. I would still take The Last of Us and maybe even like a cuphead. Like the games that really, really like hit home to me and like my my interests, I'd probably take those over in terms of games that I like better, right? But God of War Ragnarok is just so objectively good. It is just, you, you can't play, you can't see this game, you can't play this game and not recognize what a feat it is. The the, the mix of technical marvel when you're walking through this game, it is like, there, there's no game that looks better. It, it's perfect in terms of like what modern hardware is capable of and showing you the, the, the scene, in all of the complaints we had about the first one, not enough uh, ver- variety in enemy, not enough variety in, um, in, in landscape, stuff like that. They addressed all of that. Not to mention the fact that the gameplay only gets better and better. And let's forget about all of that. The story is for sure better than the first one, in my opinion. Like, it, it is a much more intricate, interesting, and twist heavy story that's just like leaves you on the edge of your seat. There are multiple twists throughout the story. It's just like mind blowing stuff. Um it's just everything you could possibly want in a triple A big budget game. It is at times you're sitting down and you are in the middle of this insane battle. You're having the most fun of your life with it with this gameplay. it's addicting and you're sweating and you're having fun with the gameplay. And then you sit back and you're enjoying like the most beautiful cutscene and you're in tears. Like the the, the 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 constant, like, I'm into this, I'm doing this, I'm sitting back, I'm enjoying this. Like, that's what we play A games for. We want that polish. We want that narrative experience. There's just nothing better than God of War Ragnarok when it comes to that that push and pull of, like, I'm playing a good game, a fun game, and I'm experiencing this incredible narrative.
0: I just don't think I could even think of anything to complain about whatsoever with this. And it's just, to say it's perfect... Which nothing's perfect, right? But like it's this is as close, close as it man. gets. It's close. Like have, can can you think of what's a game wrong that with it? <laughs> like what's wrong tighter? with it? Like you know you you talked about like on a different scale, Cuphead. You're like I hey, I died. That's my mistake. There's a degree of that here. Like it's perfect. It's so perfect the way. The ebbs and flows of whether you're swinging the Leviathan axe or you're going back to the the chains of Olympus, like all of it is so. I I don't understand how they could make it so no. so well done. It's and it, like you said, it's it's beautiful. They're the music. Oh my gosh, that when the that theme hits. Oh the my duh, god, da Like it's so, so good. The, the antagonist, who I'm not going to say it out here, is one of the best in gaming ever.
1: I think and, it's fair to say John that. Before, I think it's fair to Before say the antagonists I, are Odin and and Thor. Like the we we, we know what we're getting into. I, the the portrayal of 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 Odin in this game is just insane. Odin is like I did like, not
0: see the major twist coming.
1: No, I, not not like, none, no, I, n- none yeah. of the few twists. Like yeah, it's him, yeah, no no yeah, there's there's no there's no eluding here. Like there you you will never see yeah. it coming. You'll never see it coming. It's so it's so insane. Here's what I'll say is like the the one semi-complaint that i've heard about the game is about pacing and when i hear that i know what they're talking about i know which specific sections they are talking about to me that's what made this the masterpiece slowing down and like sitting in those moments and being with those characters in those in those very specific situations in those very important situations for three hours maybe broken up in the course of two different sections like good time did
0: did this not have blueprints of what worked with the last of us part two
1: for oh, to you for, like for sure for sure
0: you think about how that spaces out i you me and Rashawn recorded the one night i was yep. just, you guys were way ahead of me in part two and oh, I, I said it. something where i thought i was getting close to either the midway point or the end and you both kind of laughed and you're like joe oh, Rashawn, I i'll that. never forget it Rashawn goes joe play three hours tonight and I did, I made sure almost to the minute I played three hours and I was like, got it. And that's when part two hooked me because it was a slow burn. That was roughly the same amount of story time, by the way, 24 to 28 right. hours. Exactly. And exactly. They took that and did that with Ragnarok. And can you think of like a, an ensemble cast in a game like this where it's a, you think it's a bunch of meatheads that
1: like, Oh, no. no, you dude. care about as much. Oh my God. Oh, like, how all many the hours do you think you
2: how it took you to beat the game? Like get everything.
1: 27 I mean, to 28 to beat the story yeah close to 30 i mean like yeah shy of 30 and i i, I didn't do much 16, of the side content i would say right and and so uh earlier in the episode we were talking about uh side content for something uh, i think we were talking about ragnarok actually in in uh Rashawn in the chat said there, there's no side content there's no wasted content it's all just like extra very important content there's like main big stuff that gets revealed via side content the game is just like I don't understand. I don't understand how they pulled this off narratively. Even after the game, after you've rolled credits, there are things that you need to go do to like really understand the full ending of the game. And you you I don't know, you you pitch that to me. I'm like, ah, I want I want the linear. I want the I I I just want it to be told to me. But you're in this world, and like you don't even think about that. It's just like I need to go do this thing. I I, I have been told there's a thing here, and like I have to go do it because I'm in this world and I love it so much. And like that's part of the next thing I have to do. Like I haven't even scratched the surface inside content, but small stuff like that, where I've heard rumblings or I've, I've you know one of the main characters just mentioned something in a far off land, I'm like, oh, that's important. I want to see that now, dude.
0: Let my last thought on this. We'll get to Tim's game of the year. Um, so for Sean, as if on cue, this leads perfectly into my last point. He says in the chat, remember when everyone was saying how similar it was going to be to the first one after the reveal trailer. I knew that was misleading. To me, I only say to a degree, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That first game was just so tight and everything. But th- this is how I, I compare and contrast the two games between 2018 and Ragnarok. Think of 2018's premise. It's so simple. It's so small. So small. Mom passed away. Her wish is that we release her ashes upon the highest mountain right. in the realm. That's it. That's the journey. It's small scale. doesn't affect much. It's just about them. It's about Kratos trying to, as Corey Barlog said, who di- directed the game, can someone change? Can they basically turn away from their past and become a, a new person? Small scale. This one... Ragnarok one of the biggest events in lore when it comes to Norse mythology and you brought that to God of War in addition to by the way this awesome brand association we have with the name Ragnarok from Thor Ragnarok in the MCU a few years prior all of this culmination was perfect but I think about those two even though they're two big games you got take care of mom's ashes and you got Ragnarok and I just I'm in heaven when it comes to uh, like it delivered and then some, and I'm just so thankful that we got to play it if and what if what a time
1: if God of war twenty eighteen was a phenomenal blockbuster movie, God of War Ragnarok was a phenomenal blockbuster trilogy that's how much more that that's how much bigger the scale was and how much larger the scope was and it was a much longer game than the first one too like that that like that's a that that's the the way I put it it's like the first one was a a killer movie the second one was a killer trilogy
0: yeah man you th- think about infinity war how could it be any better you get end game which i think is just about as good in a different way altogether just so special so tim we'll get to your game of the year here what is it if you don't know and and why is it so special i mean i mean uh, i don't know
2: maybe it's a little game called elden ring the actual game of the year, according to the Game Awards, but I mean, let's just hey. take a second here and appreciate the fact that we had two of these games come out in the same year. I mean, Insane. both I think you know generational that people will go back and yes. play these games, and new games will be based off of these games. I mean, the God reality... of War
0: Ragnarok is what people thought Jack Eichel would be, <laughs> right?
2: 100%. You get Connor
0: McDavid and Jack Eichel; they're both awesome. I digress. Go ahead.
2: Um, anyways. Uh, but Elden Ring, I mean, just for scope, you guys said that game was, th- you know, let's say with side content, let's say it's 40. I put 150 plus hours into one playthrough of Elden Ring. That's how ginormous that game was. And I never felt like a second of that game of exploring and finding new areas or going to dungeons that it wasn't worth it. There's ever a time where I did something. Um, it's just one of those games where I just I was so obsessed in the lore the develop, like just everything and you guys know how I am. I love the exploration aspect of any game. And it's just one of those games that hit on everything for me. I'm obsessed with, you know, that kind of combat. I'm obsessed with the lore. I'm ex- obsessed with the exploration, the different endings, you know, how challenging it is. It just was everything I wanted in the game. And, you know, but the reality is, is that game's not it for everyone. And that's the difference between like a game of God, like God of War and the game like Elden Ring is that, I said this in my top five. I posted on TikTok is that there's going to be a lot of people that don't even have Elden Ring in their their games they've ever they played this year or ever played or ever even their games list of of games at all because they try it. It's hard. It's difficult. You don't understand it and you stop playing it. It's just you know, yeah. the reality of how the game
1: is. But Tim, here's the thing though, like that you're not wrong. hundred oh, percent. Like hundred percent different for this one. A lot of people played. That's it, my point. Awesome. That's my point. Yes. Like this game was so good. This was a, this was such a good from software game. Again, they're all good. Like they're, they're all, they're, right. they're all incredible with polish and stuff like that. But like this one was so special that it transcended that like people that would never play these kind of games have been right. picking this stuff up. Twitch streamers that I, that I follow that like don't play from soft games. Spent 150 hours in Elden Ring, right? Like this game sold as well as God of War Ragnarok in in most regards. Like it's like they're they're neck and neck, I think, in sales. Like it's like it's insane to see like, the way a game right. like this that is you you would you would associate with such like a, a niche audience to see it just absolutely blow up and and be as successful as it is. It speaks for itself, man. Like I understand it. it it's not something that I. I've been that interested in. Like I, I speak for Joe, which is like right. it's not it's not really for us. Could I try it and love it, maybe? You know, I I just wasn't I wasn't persuaded to do that this year. There was a lot going on. There's a lot of good games to play. Right. I had a lot of I had a lot of Ragnarok to to prevent or not prevent. Who knows how that game ends? Play it, Tim. Um this, I think the best thing the for
0: it transcended the the triple A game space when it came to challenging games, right? Like quote unquote right. challenging the Soulsborne genre. This is the one you had a great pedigree from George R. R. Martin and it seemed like the, the perfect culmination. I respect the hell out of it. I'll say this. I've, I've, I've never felt the pull to a game from, from software like I have with this. And I can see, as John would say, a universe in which I'm obsessed with it. So never say never. Maybe this is the one where I'm like, you know what? I am going to give this a second try, but, uh, I, I, I respect the hell out of it for for being what it is
2: there's a really cool thing they did on steam so this is the benefit of having games on pc sometimes is that mods come out there's a moon a new mod called like seamless co-op so typically the way a dark or a dark souls or from software games work is that when you want to play with someone you have to physically spawn them into your world they'll help you complete an area then they disappear um So you're able to get assistance with your friends on on beating certain areas, but it's not with every area. What they did is they added a mod where you can essentially co-op the entire game with someone else. Like, they're in your game the whole time, which, you know, is kind of a cool little thing that a lot of my friends are doing. I mean, I was just looking at my Steam to see how many hours I have. I mean, I have people that played someone I I know, him and his buddy, they have 200 hours and 260 hours in this game. Like, that's insane in one game.
1: It's crazy. That's you're wild. Talking
0: Skyrim levels of you're talking yeah, you're oh,
1: talking multiplayer shooter levels number like, that's Fortnite numbers. It's insane. It's insane. But it's yeah, just crazy um, that we
2: have the, both these games out in the same year. I mean, as much as much as I love Elden Ring, I may change my tune when I officially beat God of War. But I mean, Elden Ring will always hold a, a, a close place in my heart. And I would say when I'm done with God of War, it might be close, but I don't ever see it putting over my my uh, my love for Elden Ring. So.
1: I respect it. You're
0: right on that. I'm I'm curious to hear your thought when you get through the the entire story of God of War, but uh, you know, I I don't I don't think it, it it gets it above that just crazy level of of Elden Ring and what that has done this year. So, uh, how awesome is this, you know, two two real you could say number ones in in many circles. For uh, sure. Super, super exciting to to talk about all of it and I love, too, the fact that, you know, we joke about it where it's like, uh, you know, oh, I John and I like are, are probably not going to play Elden Ring. So it's clearly God of War. Uh, but, like, there's such a nice respect level between both camps in most cases. Like, I don't think yeah. anyone, you know, there's always going to be people. But most gamers are, are of the notion that that's okay. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm happy that you enjoyed it. There, you go and, and love it to death. Or Horizon. Horizon
1: yeah poor horizon oh my god oh, seriously like, seriously like, every time what was the last one, uh, zelda the yeah zelda yeah zelda and Elden ring Yeah, like, better Come on. there there was there was two game of the years like for for different people there was two game of the years this year and how yeah. sick is that right like, we, we talked about yeah. it like it's they're different games like that you you've got your triple a cinematic like the gameplay's there but like the cinematics and the, the narrative are what really are at the forefront you got your Elden Ring, man. You got your hundred hours, you got your hundred and fifty hours of just straight gameplay I think if, and you know. Lore. I think if someone
2: asked me, like, hey, you you had to pick the best game for story, like overall experience, like sit down and play. I probably wouldn't pick Elden Ring because it's a whole nother animal. It's just a different kind of game. Um, you know, so it's like I said, it could be a toss up. It's just, you know,
0: it's it's close. Good year. Good year. And you mentioned there were a few games that you wanted to get to and just didn't. Do you want to run through those quick before we wrap up?
1: There were a lot of games that I wanted to get to. This was a good year in a in a year where I just did not commit enough time to game. Like that was a, that's the bottom line. It's like I I I, w- I went back to a lot of comfort food this year. I played a lot of Fortnite stuff like that. Like so I'll start off with tunic. I I wish I finished tunic. That was a game that like could have made my top 5 easily. Um one that like I swore I was going to play. And I'm so mad I didn't. Was Kirby in the Forgotten Land? I, I heard him here. nothing but good things. And that's a game I'm going to play. And it almost seems like a pattern for me where it's like I just kind of sleep on Nintendo games for a while and eventually, like, you know, play them and obsess over them. So I'll get to it for sure. But Kirby, like, could have easily been in this conversation for all of us, I think. Halt um, of the Lamb that was an indie game that kind of like took the world by storm that's one that like was super interesting to me i just i just never pulled the trigger and i never got through it um immortality that that, that was on like
0: mm, i want to play that right yeah. dude like
1: I, I i gotta get to it that's on game of the year list that's on like best performance list for man engage like that's that's another one that was that was up there um i think that for the most part that's that was my list of stuff that like i really wish i would have gotten to Really wish I would have gotten to that stuff.
0: I'm happy you said immortality. That is one that has my interest peaked big time in the last few months. Uh, It's Kirby for me. Like that's the only game I like wrote down. Uh, Daisy and I played that demo like there's no tomorrow. And I think that would be a really fun game to go through. I don't. I'm with you. Like I don't know what it is. I'm like, yeah, that game will just be there six years from now, and I'll, I'll get it then. We'll get like, there. I need to just go get it. I think the other problem is like Nintendo games never go on sale. Like yeah. so,
1: is it, it feels always like, feels like a new if game. They don't
0: go on sale. Why don't I just get it when it comes out? Because I'm not going to save any money if I wait. But yeah, Kirby and the Forgotten Land is is one that I really want to get to. So if I ever you know see that one down to thirty or forty in some way, shape, or form, that that's one I'm going to scoop. Take it at fifty, uh, bro. Chef, honestly, right, uh, Tim. Anything for you that was just like uh, eluded you this year? There's a lot. I mean, Horizon. Um,
2: like you guys said, Immortality, Cult of the Lamb is one that I really wanted to pick up that I will pick up in my Steam deck at some point. Um, Kirby was another huge one for me. You know, Plague's Tale, the uh, Requiem. Requiem, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those games. Um, you know, there's there's a lot. I wanted to play the Quarry, just haven't gotten it to yet. I don't know if I ever will get to that. I mean, there's just there's just so many games it goes where Tokyo I wanted to try, but I just I heard mixed oh, reviews, God. so I ended up playing it. You know there's just a yeah. lot, and I think so here's my issue with this year or this last year is that it wasn't that I didn't want to play them, I just had different priorities now that I had the steam deck my my list changed anything that could go on my Steam deck was on my Steam deck that I maybe already owned I mean God of War, Horizon, near automata village I mean I played all those last year. And that's not a you know a short list either. There's just so much that I played that you know there's a, there's a lot there's a, a lot that I want to play still, but I don't know if any of those aside from Horizon, I'll I'll be active to pick up unless there's a lull and something else that's coming out.
0: You know, other games I did play that I enjoyed that I wouldn't have on the Game of the Year list. Um, I I really enjoyed Shredder's Revenge. Like that's such uh, a too. nice callback to to some of those '90s uh, TMNT games you know, we joke that stray was on game of the year lists. Stray is a better game than some people get a give a credit for, and that it's also not supposed to be on game of the year list. So I, what am I saying? Just go play it. It's four or five hours. We have it on our steam deck. Our buddy Kyle bought it. So I was really able four to go or five hours. That. Yeah. I want to say maybe five for the story and you could like mm. do other stuff, but it is a quick game. Um, so go do that. Like that, that's fine. And then even though we don't really count these, uh, I really you know maybe some of the most fun I had last year in gaming was the Last of Us part one on PS5, even Definitely. though it's a game I've played a few times it's a good we call talked out. about it that that's a game that you got to go play, whether you played last of us or or you haven't. That is in my opinion, the definitive experience, the definitive way to play that game
1: No conversation so, go about do it. so for sure what's that No conversation about it yep. that's, that's the definitive way. I mean that game looks better than the last of us part two. Crazy.
0: Does they did a, a masterful job on that remake. So go! I, check I really don't know out. if
2: I'll ever play the Last of Us Part Two again on the site.
1: You have to. We will, we'll get there. I we'll get will.
2: Hundred percent. I don't know if I can. I really don't. I mean, that game just.
1: We can. We can do it, it together. We can do it together.
0: Don't give it two years. You're going to get your PS5 version. It's going to be great.
1: <laughs> Maybe think it happens next year. I don't it, know. It's going to be this year. I'm telling you right now. The I'm hype. Surprised.
0: I mean, it'd
2: be a, a waste of time not to do it. There's no way. Yeah.
0: Way to capitalize for sure. All right, boys, we're, we're going to skip, I uh, guess the game just because that was such a long episode. We'll bring that back. Be next off at One o'clock
2: if I did it <laughs>
0: <laughs> of uh, of busy sticks, but uh final thoughts here on, uh, on the show. Where can we find you on social media? All that good stuff. Anything to plug for the geek as well. John, we'll go to you first.
1: What a year in games, man. I'm so, I'm so glad that we, uh, we finally got to sit down and talk about it. Like what a, what a good list. What a, what a good honorable mentions. Like, 2022 was great as uh as Rashawn says in chat 2023 just might even be better so excited to to see what that has in store for us um if you like if you like video games you probably like the last of us watch the last of us are our, our discussions every week we, we just finished recording our, the episode one we're doing this every Monday we're gonna shoot to be on time because this like means a lot to us this is we're this is appointment viewing for us but it's also going to be appointment recording like we want to get this up we want to talk about it we want you guys in the comments chatting with us Check that out. It's gonna be uh it's gonna be a blast.
0: Well said. Tim.
1: Tim
2: sales on pretty much everything and uh the only thing I'm gonna plug is the same thing John plugged. If you have not watched The Last of Us on HBO, watch it. I don't care if you've seen the show, if you've or seen the played the game, you know, get your family friends to watch it. I mean, it's just so good and you're missing out if you don't. Um and join us here when we talk about it because it's you're gonna to wanna to talk about it after watching it, so.
0: Good stuff. You can find me on social media at IamBrosiah. For the Geekiverse, you can check us out live. All of our shows stream live on Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. You can, of course, watch those episode back if episodes back if you miss them live or listen on podcast services wherever you download podcasts around the globe. Guys, we talked about 2022. We just put a bow on that. 2023, we've got some, some stuff happening. We've got Dead Space coming out in the next few weeks. In the next few months, we've got Star Wars... Uh, Jedi Survivor. We've got Resident Evil Four remake. Oh, I can't wait for that game. We've got Legend of Zelda coming out. We've got hopefully Suicide Squad coming out. I don't think so, but John Hogwarts and I have Legacy going on that
2: one. Resident Hogwarts Evil Legacy. Four remake. Are you four? Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy. I mean, there's a lot of good okay, stuff Okay, JT, going I
0: up. said that one already.
2: Um, <laughs> oh, you did. I didn't hear you say it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, I said it first, but
0: clearly, <laughs> what is going to what is the conversation going to look like at this time next year for game of the year, 2023? What dark horse is going to come out of nowhere to make that top five list? What game are you going to be surprised gets pushed out of the top five? I can't wait to to play through them all and actually have that discussion. So stay tuned with us every week here on busy sticks, the geek versus all gaming podcast for John, for Tim, I'm Josiah. Thanks for catching up in the chat. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your evening.